feel that? Oh, shit. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps. And joining me, my good friend, Druid Knowledge Druid. How are you this wonderful, wonderful day? I just feel like a passenger through the prairie of life today. It's an absolutely <laughs> magnificent day. Um, <laughs> you know, I d- it sounded like I thought of that ahead of time. I didn't. But I am making a conscious effort to glide through the intro portion of the podcast in a more um, graceful fashion. And that's that kind of little bit of poesis in the beginning is the way I hope to achieve that. Uh, welcome listeners at home. As uh, as mentioned, this is the Ginger Talks podcast. It's wonderful to be back in what has been a bumper month. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree, Ginger? Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> we are... Uh, fun fact for you listeners at home, we are recording this on uh, the 30th of May. And... To say that this month has been wild is an understatement. Just personally, professionally, stream, podcast, all of it. This month has been kind of wild. So it's definitely fucking ready for June. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hope, hopefully long may it continue. If it doesn't, uh, just being on this roller coaster has been enough. Uh, yeah. And it's funny. Uh, it's significant to... Literally only us, because only we can see what happens. And I don't, I'm don't. i not going to reveal numbers or anything like that, but uh, watching that graph, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've been watching the graph. Druid likes to randomly just message me a, an update on the graph, and I'm like, uh-huh, yep, because I just sit there and I look at it and I go, fuck. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, to make it sound like I'm sitting there just watching it. Like a, <laughs> I'm the watcher. God damn it. The watcher of the graph. But, uh, you know, thank you guys. If you guys are listening to the podcast and you haven't checked out the website, the Patreon, and the merch, uh, make sure you do that. Uh, linktr.e slash ginger talks. Um, it should be linked on in the description of this podcast. Um we really appreciate everybody who takes time out of their day to listen to us. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you can even get a T-shirt with our faces on the back. So if you are listening and you don't want that in your life, I really question why you're here in the first place. Because facts. <laughs> by this point, you've you spent so much time with us. I mean, you may as well. You may as well have a photo of us on your fucking desk at this point. Yeah. Um, and if you, well, then again, if you do, I'm kind of like maybe question your decisions up to this point. <laughs> I mean, questionable decisions are kind of what we do around here. Um, uh, ain't that the fucking truth? <laughs> Speaking of questionable decisions, uh, do you want to introduce <laughs> our guest this week, Druid? <laughs> uh, by the way, we're not saying you're on a questionable decision. We're saying that this could, you know, we we got some family on. We're keeping it in the family. Um, For Druid's D&D. reputation, this is a questionable yeah. decision. <laughs> Oh yeah, like, like that's still got legs on it. That that went down in the Empire Strikes Back. Um, right, yeah. So we've got we're keeping it in the family. We've got a friend, cousin, 
a D&D streamer extraordinaire. And we're going to hear a whole bunch more about her as we go. Alt Kitty joins us. Uh, Alt Kitty, great to have you on. Hello, happy happy to be here. Uh, doesn't it just feel like a radio show already? Oh, oh yeah. Happy to wreck what uh, reputation you have left. Yes! Oh, yes. I knew I liked oh. her. Let me just get the ice pick out my back already. <laughs> I'm like, I bring you onto the podcast. I let, I give you a voice. The first thing you do. <laughs> you know, grab the popcorn, folks, because I'm in for a bumpy ride here. And um, hearing this guy on the back foot is is probably something that, I, you know, um, part of the impetus of having you on, not just because of, you know, your achievement streaming and uh, your general charisma and, and what you've got to offer. I mean, let's be honest, um, it's about time that this guy got fucking a little bit of what he deserves. I think mean, everyone <laughs> at home could uh, can attest to that. Uh... So, yeah, we've known e- I I've known you for, let's work this out, well, over 25 years, 26 years. Um, and you've known me since you were are born. You, are, you, are you counting the, the time my mum was pregnant in that? <laughs> um, y- yes. I used, to t- I used to talk to her belly. Do you not remember? It was like sonar. Um, not not, e- not e- generally. You heard of Echo um, the Dolphin Herbert, Echo the Druid. I was like, I, was, I put my mouth on your mother's belly <laughs> when you were gestating in there. And I would just go, like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> and that I, mean, I think I think that that's why you've turned out the way you've turned out. To be honest, those signals <laughs> does that not like turn you on like a sleeper agent? Like you're ready to just go out and and do something reckless now? <laughs> <laughs> not generally, no. But even then, your math is still wrong. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Firstly, firstly, we're in the UK. It's maths. Oh, sorry. We we're smart here in the UK, so we have more than one math. Well, shit. <laughs> ah, God just damn. It's all the same. You did the math. Oh. Listen here. So I went to my. <laughs> I went and I did twelve years of education there to get my grade school diploma. God damn it. Yeah. I've got twelve kids to five different daddies. You do the math on that. Shit. That means I got one child remaining. Mm-hmm. This is when the government left me on my doorstep. God damn it. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. The bulk of our listeners are in the States. Uh, can someone just, like, let me stop talking for a second? You two just talk amongst yourselves. Oh, dear. So, uh, w- well, welcome. Uh, this has been, you know, a somewhat typical chaotic uh, opening of the podcast. Uh, oh, kitty. But super glad you're joining us. Uh, Druid had made mention that uh, you were a streamer. And I was like, oh, you don't know anybody in your life who streams, yet you have a relative who's a streamer? And you have nobody yeah. to have as a guest on the podcast? How dare you? So. Well, I know I've brought a ragtag bunch to our door so far, but this just seemed natural. <laughs> yeah, I started streaming during the pan- pandemic and uh, just kind of all kicked off from there. Yeah. It, 
What kind of so he says that you are a D and D streamer. Um. So yes and no. I wouldn't necessarily say that's where my main focus was. So every Tuesday I do a D and D stream. Um. Currently running my own version of a pre-built module from Wizards of the Coast. Coast. Um. But I also I aim. I say aim because I can never stick to it. Um, I aim to stream like three times a week, one being the D&D and then the other two being um, other games, which is generally generally Dead by Daylight. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ginger's ears just picked, pricked up. Mine just drooped down. I, I'm mildly addicted to Dead by Daylight. It's fine. Same. It's a problem. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I just don't understand it by the way, because I've appeared on stream a couple of times on the DVD streams and uh, make a complete and total ass out of myself every single time. I mean, <sighs> he plays Perkless Bill and he's like getting the hang of things. He starts to get the hang of things and then it doesn't play, but it's also like three or four in the morning. <laughs> so. Oh, oh, that'll do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, and it kind of takes the spark out of the whole thing being dead by daylight when I'm just still awake and daylight's creeping in through the windows. Yeah. And I'm just feeling every uh, inch of cartilage in the body of a perkless bill aching and squeaking. <laughs> ah, but you're dead on the inside. Yeah, facts. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, no, that's... That's super cool, though, because it, it honestly, D and D is something that I haven't played since college, but I absolutely fucking love it, and I'm more than mildly addicted to Dead by Daylight. I, in fact, I looked so I could grab your your Twitch uh, page, and I noticed that we're in a mutual server together outside of this Discord call. What? Which oh, one? Sh- we're in Dixper, the Dixper server together. <laughs> Oh right! I was like, yeah. Oh my this god! Is, this okay. is bizarre. Okay. <laughs> Holy fuck! Uh, no, that's because I was like, wait, we're in. Hold the fuck up! And then I looked, and I was like, yeah, no, we're in the Dixper server together. So there was the chance of us crossing paths without Druid. Oh my god! Don't, don't sound too excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Ginger Talks Podcast. Hello and welcome everyone to the Ginger Talks Podcast. I'm Ginger Stamps. And as always, is Alt Kitty. <laughs> Sitting on a throne made from the bones of the once host, Druid Knowledge. <laughs> no, it, but that's like, it's super cool because, like, you, I mean, a lot of people started streaming during the pandemic and mm-hmm. you. I saw on your schedule you have, you know, your Tuesdays marked, which is at least you're you're doing something consistent. Like it's it's that's big brain stuff. That's that's things that I'm if it wasn't for the fact that I published a schedule, I wouldn't do shit in a timely manner. It would just kind of happen. Ask Druid about planning the podcast. <laughs> fucking well, brutal <laughs> on my like from me i know it is well uh, well, uh, 
you're talking to the master of organisation here. <laughs> organisation Doki, art of Choki. <laughs> yeah. That was a, like too much of an inside joke. Uh, the, the so, it, I may or may not have received a message from Druid that said, orientation, Doki, artichoke. And he tried to to recover it. And I said, nope, that's forever what it is now. And this, mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah and I look forward to playing Nintendo's new game, Orientation Mon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. That's fun. <laughs> how, how long have you been doing D&D stuff? Oh, oh, uh, yes. that was probably, it's probably been about three years, yeah, no, it's been about three years now. Okay. Um, so, I started off in a server that I, uh, that I was in, and my friend kind of did this, like, one shot thing mm-hmm. and I had a go and it was interesting and I kind of got addicted and it was her first time DMing anything so then she was like yeah I'm gonna make a campaign and it all kind of just like spiraled from there like that campaign that she talked about three years ago still going on mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. and once I got to about I think it was like the year and a half mark I started DMing and record, um, streaming it, and posting it, that sort of stuff, um, and it all kind of just spiraled from there. And now I am a dice goblin. So <laughs> I love it. It's... Yeah, I'm just, I'm just getting my, uh, I'm just getting Urban Dictionary up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I actually over the weekend picked up my uh, my D twenty modern rule books that I have and like moved them because I was looking for a binder of sheet music. It's uh, ugh, God, um, but okay. <laughs> I picked up four D and D manuals that I had printed out and put into binders. And I I was like, man, I want to play D&D again sometime. Because I haven't played it since, like, college. And uh, it's, like, it's something that I miss, but that I'm also just like, nah, bruh. I get super chaotic and that, oh, oh, I'm already chaotic enough. <laughs> like, it, this... Honestly, the kind of players that I have, like, they astound me with the kind of things that they come up with. Like, we're running a pre-done, a pre-written module at the minute, mm-hmm. and it's like, it, it has plans for certain things that they will do. Like, it's like, oh, yes, so the whole thing's meant to be more about the roleplay aspect than the combat in the this module. And they are just like, yeah, no, I'm just going to, like, throw my, la- my knife at this, like, completely harmless rabbit person mm-hmm. and and go off in tangents that like even the book didn't account for so <laughs> it's it's the like ah uh, yes i'm gonna walk up to a door i'm gonna punch it what uh, 
Okay, roll for strength. No, you fucking lose. It's a steel door dipshit. Like, that's the kind of <laughs> like situations that happen with my friends and I playing D&D. And I definitely, like, I miss those days. But I also remember just the amount of time, like, uh, you know, character sheets and and everything that, ugh. Yes, it, it a lot a lot of work goes into the game before you actually start playing the game. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm out like straight away. But you know, I I think that we should be on the road to doing a an on air game. I think that would be good. Oh my god! Because. <laughs> oh. So, like, I have a bunch of buddies who play D&D, actually former guests of the podcast, who do the entire, like, painting of figurines and, like, the whole nine yards top to bottom. And I'm like, bruh, I love and I appreciate that. Like, I, I love that for you. I can barely keep my fingernails painted. Like, I can't keep up with everything else going on. I can't sit and devote time to painting a ton of miniatures. I will admire yours, but give me my character sheet. Give me, like, a hastily drawn map on a piece of paper, and let's just fucking go for it. <laughs> and I feel like such oh, yeah. an asshole, but I'm like, hey, I don't have a lot of time for this, but I would love yeah. to play a game with you. <laughs> Yeah, can you let, let your little sister play, for God's sake? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, no, Mom, I will not let... I, we're, we're halfway through the campaign. More, Morris over here is about to about a take down the, the, the throne of Ashintaka. <laughs> uh, you're grounded, mister. And uh, well, that's why I have not played. I feel like you are either you would be perfect for D and D, or it would be just the like. No offense, but it would be one of those things where it's kind of like the worst. Where it's like, cool, we're just trying to walk into the city. What's happening now? Like, what what is going on? Like, I fear. Uh, okay, <laughs> what you're saying? Like, I'm either like. The druid I claim to be, or a complete jackass. I, like, I'm like the min the minstrel following along like donkey from Shrek. It, it, at the back. It just. Uh, I feel like druid would be the kind of D and D player that's like the one guy in a musical why who questions why everyone is singing. Yes, yes, <laughs> I see that. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think that's that's. <laughs> That oh my god, that's so horrifically looking into my soul. <laughs> yes, I would be like that. Um, but not not. I, I, look, I've played before. I have played before. Oh. And really, just the whole time, I'm just trying to outsmart the dungeon master. I'm very competitive like that. See, that's. So I'm just like, hey, buddy. That's what I was getting at. Like. Yeah, I'm like nobody puts baby into a corner. I'm just constantly like, I'm like, well, no, that's. You know, just I get I get that that would be annoying as fuck. So I don't know. Tune in to find out. I think we should do this. I think we should do a, a Ginger Talks D and D special at oh some my point. God. I know. I think that would be hella fun. I think that'd be so good. I know a bunch of people who would probably be in for that. 
Yeah, really and I could, I could I could excuse like my shit housery for just like well, it's also and it's also for the for the layman at home. Uh, Druid Gorath, the wires cracking uh, wood nymph. See, I I love like the classical D and D style, but I love like D twenty modern, like the the modern story you know like where it's you know you know 80s 90s whatever like i mean just anything that's you know a little bit more modern technology and just like the chaos of it i love that era of storytelling and we, we, i actually played yeah it's it's not tnt you know that the zombie equivalent mm-hmm. we did like a, it was a zombie build and we did it with uh Old Kitty will Dungeon Slime, cousin James, as we know him. <laughs> um, he did a build and it was super entertaining because he'd actually downloaded a map of the actual school that he and his sisters went to, and the whole map was set on their school grounds, and that was hella cool. I and yeah, and needless to say, I slayed the beast. <laughs> It you saying that reminded me of a of a TV show that I really enjoyed. Oh, what year was it? Like when when did that get put out? Um, it and I now instantly want to play a D and D campaign set in this world. Uh, did you ever see the show Todd and the Book of Pure Evil? No. Okay, so it came out in twenty ten. And it was a, it was a Canadian show, but it stars, you know, not very big names, but the one name that everybody knows is Jason Mewes. Oh my God. So Jason Mewes plays this fucking druggy janitor that can't leave the school. He's cursed and can't leave the school. Um, It was, that was not the name I was expecting you to come out with. (laughs) Right. So the synopsis of the show is high school is hard enough without hell intervening. Thankfully, at Crowley High, Todd Smith is the last line of defense between his fellow students and the end of the world as they know it. His life changes one day when he happens upon a publication of called The Book of Pure Evil and discovers his powers to make one's deepest, darkest desires come true. Like when he turns himself into a guitar god to impress his dream girl, Jenny. But the wish fulfillment comes with a horrifying cost. When the book preys upon the weakness of other students, it's Todd's job, whether he likes it or not, to save the day. So it is literally. Yeah, a, they read my di- they read my diary. Like <laughs> it is, it is a fucking uh, <laughs> like teens must save the day show, but it's to save the day from the book of pure evil. And there's this like satanist cult, and it's. <laughs> so funny like it is unbelievably funny but now i want to play a D campaign based in that in that high school it's oh yeah. god and well, firstly i want to have a word with the writers for naming their protagonist todd smith right <laughs> it's like well a way to go on that one right i think we'll call him todd smith um, and then secondly, uh, sorry, Stranger Things, but <laughs> I'll see you in court. <laughs> Dude, Todd and the Book of Pure Evil was one of my, like, it's a show that I go back and I watch fairly, fairly regularly. But it's, 
it's so dumb and it's so funny. Uh, but it's definitely, um, not for your, um, faint of heart. I'll put it that way. Uh, but it's yeah. just, it's all just dick jokes and, and blood and, uh, <laughs> uh again, uh, it looks like they read my diary. Right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no dick jokes. No just dick jokes. Just, just jokes about someone called Richard. I mean, God damn it, Richard. Richard. Richard Cheese, everybody. Ew. <laughs> no. Yeah. So no, but Richard Cheese is a. Have you? You've never heard of Richard Cheese? I mean, obviously, a play on dick cheese. Right. But, um, like I had to say it. I'm spelling it out for you at home. Uh, fucking, yeah, he does lounge versions of famous uh, heavy metal songs. I just looked it up. Oh, my God. So, yeah, he does, He does like, a lounge version, of, like a swing version of Down With The Sickness. So, you know that bit that's like, oh, wah. <laughs> but he, he goes, like, he, like, goes, like, Oh, ah, 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 ah. And that's his like thing. It's a bit like Weird Al meets like uh, Cheat Tux. Oh my god! Richard Cheese, everybody. The his website is definitely interesting. Uh, but dude, Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine. Oh, here we go. Oh, wow! My god. I love it, and I hate it all at the same time. Well, I'm just glad I've got the intro music decided before <laughs> before I go to edit. Because I'm running out of, like, skeezy 80s porno-sounding tracks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who am I kidding? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. So important. Uh, please do not use... So, like, um, you can hire... Richard Cheese. Oh. So, um, for Christmas, parties, weddings, birthdays, corporate events, using the hiring form below, to hold a date, we require a $2,500 non-refundable advance deposit. Oh, my God. We uh, For concert venues and public shows, use the hiring form below. Please tell us venue capacity, guarantee offer, desire, dates, etc. We perform. We prefer to perform in seated showrooms with 500-plus seats, no standing room, only venues. During the pandemic, we're only performing in outdoor venues. Warning, because we are amazing, our performance fee is expensive. We charge a shit ton of money. Our fee starts at... <laughs> <laughs> our fee no. starts at... 20k plus extra for travel hotel equipment meals and hookers just kidding we don't need meals <laughs> oh well, my god well at least they're up front about it right i'm glad that they eat the hookers um of their own volition after right there's Richard cheese and, and where do they get off right Dude, and there's... then it's also you can also hire them to do the filing in your office <laughs> Oh my god so there's four bullet points underneath that but the last one is our show is dirty our songs are offensive and dick cheese means smegma are you sure you want to hire us <laughs> <laughs> yes 
And then there's important don't contact us if you if you aren't the boss or if you intend to pay Richard Cheese with kegs of beer. Sorry, no, we can't play your frat for $1,200. No, we don't accept cryptocurrency. Oh my God. This is so good. You know, it's all gearing up for when when you make the trip over here, uh, Ginger, we do a little... They can be the house band. <laughs> we just spend all sorts of fucking money. You know, <laughs> you're wondering where that Patreon dollar's going. Right. Because it's sure not gone to the extra content we promised. I mean... <laughs> That's my fault, guys. I'm sorry. It's coming. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, let, I'll do a vote and I'll say, do you want it to go to a Richard Cheese house band performance or do you want it to go to genuine content that will happen? <laughs> rather than pipe, pipe, rather than spending it on um, magic beans that only grow a massive pink beanstalk covered in smegma. No? Sorry. Wishing I'd not said that? Reading as I'm looking through, apparently they've been featured in a whole bunch of fucking movies. Really? Yeah. See, this I didn't. I didn't know that Richard Cheese had such a, uh, a rich, no pun intended, rich. Oh my god, damn it! <laughs> really, it was not intentional. I realized it as it was coming out of my mouth. I was like, oh no. Richard Cheese and the Lounge Machine, uh, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, featuring two songs performed by Richard Cheese and the Lounge Machine. Listen for Richard yeah. Cheese singing Night and Day and Every Time We Say Goodbye. Batman v- I was what? not expecting that. No. Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. And also, apparently, in the Lego Batman movie... Uh, for 2.9 seconds. <laughs> I love that they, they're honest enough. Right. Oh my God. No this, words. this is so good. I am so glad that this is something that has been brought to my attention. I know about 12 people it's getting sent to. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy to do that. You know, um, we're here to change lives on the Ginger Talks podcast. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, one bullshit pop culture reference at a time. Yes. I mean, where do you go from that? I don't know, but... Uh, so, Alt-Kitty... Apparently besides, nowhere. <laughs> besides uh, D&D and I'm sure your uh, many hours spent in Dead by Daylight... Uh, Too many. Uh, that's honestly same. Uh, and to say, I know Druid does music. Do you have any other fun and exciting shit that you do? Uh, you can say no, and that's okay. Well, y- yeah. So, f- funnily enough, I I am actually um a, tra- a train trained actress. Oh. So. I try and get acting jobs where I can. However, it's something that is difficult to get into, um, unfortunately. Especially if you don't have certain connections, also known as nepotism. Um, <laughs> I also sew and make costumes and do, do cosplay. So there's, there's oh, that as well. Hell yeah. 
that's super fucking cool. I I am finally becoming comfortable enough with myself to be like, okay, fine. I guess I'll start wearing some costumes and doing some things. Like I'm finally like feeling okay enough. Like I, I've, I've done a lot of growth since the pandemic, uh, about how I feel about myself because there was a point in time in my life where I wanted to be an actress and a singer and a zookeeper all at the same time. Uh, and then, uh, puberty hit and I was like oh fuck that man um but I I've said repeatedly I would love to learn how uh um I would love to learn how to like use a sewing machine and make costumes and start doing that kind of shit and I've just never taken the time to like sit and learn. So the fact that you know how to do that already, I'm just like, that's super fucking cool. <laughs> Honestly, um, my mum has sewn my entire life. Like, she goes through bouts of um, not doing it and then picking it back up again. And mm. I just cannot find clothes that fit me the way that I want or, like, costumes that don't cost an arm and a leg. So I was just like... Uh, can I have a sewing machine? And she presented me with one of her three. I grabbed some material and I sat down and figured it out. It's, it's honestly, once you can sew in a straight line, you're fine. Um, because you buy like patterns and they tell you cut them out and you just cut around them with the material. And then you just, like a puzzle, try and fit them together and then just sew that line and you're good. See, that's my struggle is I have a really hard time doing anything straight. Uh, so straight lines are difficult. Uh, that was also a joke about having an ex-wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. But, like, I just don't... Um, like, it's something that I've wanted to do for a while, and because um, I have a lot of friends who do drag, and those girls will pay $300 for a costume that is all of about maybe eight stitches on four articles, like, on four items. And I'm like, dude, that is... A, super easy, like, money-wise, and with the stitches and the patterns, if you've got the measurements, it can't be that bad. Holy fuck. And... Honest, honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I'd love to get into it, but I already have so many things that I do and I try to do all the time that it's just like, where the fuck are you gonna do this now? <laughs> <laughs> like, Honestly, I feel that. Because <laughs> you guys, like, in talking to Druid and, like, looking at houses and, and stuff, because he and I will randomly just, like, uh, in the middle of the night be talking about, uh, you know, like, houses and reality and stuff. And, uh, like, homes for you guys. And I think, uh, like, rooms in your homes tend to be smaller than they are here in the States. Oh, yeah. 
And I already know how much shit I have crammed in my bedroom because I stream and I work and I paint all out of my, my bedroom. And I couldn't fucking imagine trying to do that there. Honestly, it's it's a lot. So I like just just give you an idea of like myself. I have my um my wonderful IKEA desk. Hell yeah. Um that has like my so it's got like three levels to it. Um the first level's just got my keyboard, the second level's where my monitors sit, and then there's a shelf which has my like big CPU on it. Mm-hmm. Um if I want to sew something I have to, like, push my keyboard and stuff and, like, put my microphone um, to the side to, like, then pull out my sewing machine from behind my monitors to sew on a very thin piece of desk. <laughs> yeah. And then if I'm cutting something... If I'm cutting, like, a big piece out... So I made, like, a Queen of Hearts dress. Ooh. Um... And then I have to, like, push my chair to, like, the corner of a room <laughs> to then, like, kind of, like, splay it all on the floor. Mm. And I don't have much floor space because right next to my desk is my wardrobe and my bed. So oh, it's God. just... Yeah. I, uh... So my bedroom has a decently, like, open, like, space on the floor... But if, so, like, I do my day job as well as everything else in my bedroom. I mean, it it is what it is. And I have, um, so my boss, we put together this, uh, this magic kit that we sell for kids after school. And... I'm putting together thousands of these kits and like I took a a suitcase full of them to a convention. And so packing the suitcase, unpacking the other one, putting kits together and just like all this shit, it takes up so much space that like I don't have use really of my walk-in closet sometimes. And then it spills into my bedroom floor, which is also where I stream from. So like... I'm moving shit from <laughs> the floor and my art desk to my bed so you don't see to the background of the stream and then to go to bed at the end of the day, I have to move it back to the floor and I'm just like, I'm fucking done with this shit, man. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so Honestly. much. <laughs> like, it's, it's such pain, isn't it? Like, me and my partner um, are moving in together and we're getting, like, a two-bedroom place purely so that I have a room like another an extra room to like stream and like sew because mm-hmm. <laughs> otherwise just like my stuff combined with their stuff it's just not gonna happen do it's because it's the the thing with it all is like yeah if i could afford to have this two bedroom apartment by myself cool or even if i had a one bedroom and i could put my desk in the living room so i would have a separation of space Um, but I, like, I don't, like, I can't afford to do that, so I've got to wait and do it all, you know, uh, 
like I got to do it all out of my bedroom and I'll eventually be in a spot where I can spread all that stuff out. But it's so fucking expensive. Yeah. Especially like moving right now with um, the world kind of coming out of that wonderful thing called a pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> and like at the costs of literally everything rising everywhere oh my god it's yeah it i moved in i moved on october 31st last year into my new apartment and it was brutal like just i didn't really have space like I mean I didn't have people I didn't have like it was just it was rough I was like god damn all right fine whatever like (laughs) I'll figure it out but it was it was a goddamn nightmare yeah I mean it the it makes me laugh because I talk to friends all the time about like their streaming space. And there's so many fucking streamers that have like their entire like hobby space in their like bedrooms. And so many like streamers and stuff live with like roommates or their parents or a partner or something like that. Like a lot of them don't like live alone, which is absolutely fair. Like it's expensive out here, fam. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me about it. So it's, uh, it's definitely, um, yeah, can you just hold that for one sec? Wait, I'm recording a podcast, mom. (laughs) Shut up. No, (laughs) you what? No, no, I don't. No, ma, ma, you know, I don't eat Eggos no more. Ma, put them in the fridge. I'll have them later. God damn it. I, uh, what, what, uh, like, I love my roommate to death. She's wonderful. I appreciate so much about her. And I'm always very, like, conscious of, like, hey, I'm trying not to be super loud just because, like, if she's got someone over and they're hanging out in the living room, they don't need to hear me screaming about Dead by Daylight or, uh, hear the the phrase butt stallion get uttered about 15 times in a four-hour session oh my oh there's a game called tiny tina's wonderland and Uh, uh, one of the characters so if you you like you keep telling us it's because of a game well it's uh there's a so tiny tina's wonderland is a like Kind of like a one-off, full, full-fledged game from the Borderlands franchise. So if you like Borderlands and if you like D and D, you'll love Tiny Tina's because it's just it's that humor, but it's all you're playing uh, a game of basically D and D with Tiny Tina, and one of the characters' names is Butt Stallion, and it's a unicorn with that's just rainbows and glitter, and it's fucking hilarious. Over here I we call him ar- over here we call him ass horse. God damn it. <laughs> hey ass horse, why do you gallop over here and shit in the corner? It did five thousand damage to your fucking street cred, you asshole. 
Last Wars, everybody. Uh, coming soon to uh, TLC. God. But, like, my roommate doesn't need to be assaulted with everything that I talk about in my room. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so I'm, <clears throat> I'm actually working on doing some sound dampening stuff for my stream setup, but I'm also like, cool, we need to, like, dampen the sound that leaves my bedroom because when I get done streaming at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and I go, like, I'm like, all right, now let your faces, bye, guys, and I'm, like, really loud. It's just like, oh, God, I have neighbors. I have a roommate. I'm so sorry, everybody that lives around me. <laughs> it's It's a fucking struggle, man. Like, so I... I love that you're talking about you and your partner getting a two bedroom place. So you have a yeah. place for stream and sewing. Like I yeah. so get it. Like, well, cause we, we talked about it and we're like, where are you going to put all your stuff? Because I just, I have a lot of stuff. Um, and we made the decision to get a two bedroom because it's just far more convenient means that, you know, we might be able to get ignore the Sonic the Hedgehog theme tune that just played in the background. Um, it just makes things a lot easier, and it means we have might have to spend a bit more money on rent. But hey ho. Well, I mean, how I'm I'm just curious. How much is it for like a two bedroom place where you're at? Because like I know what it is here. Um, so it it depends. Um, a two bedroom place in an area that is where you're hmm, how to say this. A two bedroom place in a in a not so great area to live in is it can be I, I mean I've seen one for like three hundred pounds a month, but it looked sketchy. Um but they can be Anywhere from like five fifty to eight hundred a month. If is you're that, looking rent? at nicer areas, less renting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Oh, and Mrs. Knowledge, we're looking at a three bedroom. Oh. Uh, the, like a few years because like she just needs that extra degree of separation from me. <laughs> um and um. Yo, that property was like one hundred and fifty thousand pounds uh, a couple of years ago. It's now two hundred and ten thousand. Oh. So that that's sinking. I mean, it's just serious money. Like property is just, uh, especially in this city, because we're about to get a high speed rail link to London. You'll be able to get to London in uh, forty minutes, I believe. Oh wow! Um, so that it's already that, pretty fast as well. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, if you take the fast train, you can get there an hour, but they've got this new high-speed rail going, so... The idea is that you'll be able to live in Birmingham and commute to London. But the thing is, for us locals, that means really taking the grift on those London prices, because the US listeners might not know, but to live in London, you could spend $50,000 on a home that is one room. And has a toilet in the corner, in a misshapen corner, and a window by the fucking bowl. 
So, like, people shopping in the mini-mart downstairs can take a good look at your asshole. Take a look, good look at your butt stallion. Um, oh, it's just disgraceful. Well, so my... Um, my rent in my apartment, like, what my roommate and I collectively have to pay is just shy of $1,400 for a two-bedroom. Right, fuck me. And so, um, and we live on a, on a nicer side of town, but we don't, like, there are more expensive places to live, but the cheapest place I found to live, uh, single bedroom was... Seven thirty a month, and right. I literally got into a knife fight. <laughs> what? Yeah, I. Uh, I have a feeling this needs further clarification. Yeah, so I was walking, uh, just through the neighborhood, and I knew I lived in a rougher part of town, so I carried a pocket knife with me everywhere, and. This fight comes spilling out of the front door of this couple's house. And they're standing in the driveway. And I'm just walking up the sidewalk. And I hear them screaming. And he, the dude, rears his arm back to hit his girlfriend. Oh, my God. And I stepped in the middle of it. Because if you know anything about me, you know that I don't put up with that shit. Because she was, she was real skinny. And she wasn't very tall. And he was a bigger dude. And I was like, listen, you want to hit someone, hit someone who can take it. No offense, honey, but like, hit someone who can <laughs> no, take squam, it. No, squam, squam, like, puts. <laughs> like, I don't want you to get, because if, if he's going to do this in public, he's done it in private. And oh, yeah. so I jumped in the middle of it and he pulled out his knife. I pulled out mine. And he swung at me, and he he got me. He got me in the arm. And I just threw my knife in the grass, and I broke his nose. Oh, my God. This story's insane. And then I went home, put on a flannel, and, like, wrapped up the cut and went to the comedy open mic. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's uh, just what I did. Like, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> running off of adrenaline so bad that I was just like... Nope. Uh, I'm just gonna go about the rest of my fucking day. Fuck everybody. Yeah, like you get up there with the Jerry Seinfeld bass line starts playing. What is the deal with night fights? <laughs> and everyone in the audience just has their minds wide open. See, they like, would have expected oh. that from me though, because I've the very first open mic I went up on stage for, I threw a dude physically out of the bar. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, like right. fucking sturdy like a terrier. In this I, one like. So, I mean, but my apartment was a basement apartment, $730 a month there. And it's like, dude, why? Why is this all so fucking expensive? Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. You know, especially when, you know, you, a normal citizen, can end up in an eye fight. All right. Mm. You know, I don't understand house prices here have skyrocketed where I live in this complete shithole. And I'm about to lower the mood extensively, but former guest friend of the podcast, Dr. Agon, was mm-hmm. walking around. He witnessed an, an actual abduction. Holy shit. Oh, my 
God. Yep. He's got to go. He had to go to the station today and give his statement. And apparently, it's on the rise in this area, which doesn't isn't reflected in the house prices. So that seems almost duplicitous to a fault where it's like, well, on your conscience, be it when like loads of people think that it's going to be an upstanding area to live, and there's literally people getting pulled off the street and taken into cars. Well, that's so. Someone told me. I, I was talking about going to the UK and uh, they're like, well, you know, stay away from Birmingham. I, I hear that's just really dangerous. And I was like, guess where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, you be safe. And I'm like, bruh, like I, a, I'm going to meet someone that I trust. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a good, I'm, and I know it might not seem like it, but, <laughs> I'm a good I'm a good guy to have around. I'm a hard guy to get into an altercation with. Yeah. Like, first and foremost. I'm not like you I'm not worried. super worried about it. Like I'm going I I'm going to uh <laughs> to Texas by myself for work. By the time the listeners hear this, I'll be back from Texas. I'm going by myself. And it's like, well, okay then, like I mean, I'm not afraid to go, you know, do that shit. I drove into Long Beach, California. Like, I, I picked up a rental car and, like, just went two hours away from where I knew anybody and just fucking went. Like, I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah. But no. I'm more worried about getting into the country <laughs> and then being let back out. <laughs> no, that's fine. And but all the shenanigans we've caused in the meantime will both be in a cell by the end of the stay anyway. Oh, right. So that's fine. Uh, it's good that I'm starting to meet more people who uh, can potentially help uh, bail me out of jail. <laughs> no, she's uh, a good person. Uh, I'm sure. No, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't. I don't know where the best character witnesses, to be honest. <laughs> Okay, can help you out. That's that's what I'm saying, man. We're just this is all just a big, uh, big ruse uh, yeah. to build up my credibility. I, I can't wait to I can't wait to just give you that phone call from the inside of a cell, uh, okay, and and just be like, uh, it's happened. <laughs> Me and Ginger are in the cell. She's playing dice in the corner. I'm just uh, covering my ass. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm too pretty to be in jail and I'm like, no you're not you see if you were to call me from freaking jail I, I would probably be like that, that tracks uh, oh okay I'll see how it is out here <laughs> Oh, uh, it wouldn't come get you, but <laughs> yeah, but yo, you've you've already minimised our chances when you just like that tracks to the officer on the phone. He's like, oh, don't worry, we know. <laughs> we listen to the podcast. Uh, we know. Yeah, we we've got we've got reports of a rogue podcaster out here. That's what's supposed to be from Birmingham, wouldn't they? <laughs> reports of a rogue podcaster down there. We don't like their suit. <laughs> Don't like their sort one bit, good sir. Need more than a few few florins to get the notorious druid knowledge out of ourself. <laughs> You'll never take me alive, cabba. Just 
I'm just like, all right, cool. bet, cool. Is it, yeah. does it have a roof and four walls and three squares? Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, fucking grifter over there. She's going in with one of those fucking hobo, like, rags on a stick. And I'm like, oh, looks like I'm doing another stretch. <laughs> uh, you like, teach, teach me how to make pizza out of crushed Doritos and ketchup. Listen, man, I have had worse meals in my life. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, we've taught food on the podcast. We know. Uh, but no, it's, it was just, it's super funny to me because like the city that I, when I first moved to Iowa, the city that I moved into, everybody was just like, oh, it's so safe. There's like a murder once every 10 years. And twice in the last like three weeks, I've gotten an alert from the police department that's just like, yes, we're investigating a murder. Ah, we're investigating an attempted murder. And yeah. I'm like, real safe, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. True Detective season four is set in Iowa. <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I do, uh, I do have to uh, ask, though, because Alt Kitty has made mention. I'm not sure if it was uh, included or not in the podcast, but that uh, she's got uh, crutches going on right now. Please, yeah. please tell me you haven't stolen her crutches. No, no, no. <laughs> it's simply for the fact that she's in a different seat right now. I'd have oh, yeah. to, uh, I'd have to size her up first. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. She, this girl can fucking walk. Yeah. I have full confidence that if we had been in the same place since I had acquired the crutches, they would have been <laughs> stolen. Um, um, well, you know, you'll get, you're hearing this without context, in all fairness. Um, <laughs> I did once steal someone, someone's crutches, I'm sorry to say. Don't tell the family. Were they a family members or just no. someone random? Pass guest, Dr. Agon. Uh, and do you you want to know why it's not so bad? Oh, he ran after me to get them back. <laughs> I mean, it could have been really embarrassing, but it wasn't. Like, totally proved my point. I, it was a this guy can fucking walk thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really revealing me to be a piece of shit. That was the first time I met him, by the way. We're now. <laughs> Long friends, firm yeah. friends. Listen, oh if you guys weren't friends, I would bring it up. <laughs> but it's yeah. the fact yeah. that you guys are actively friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not the kind of thing I actively want to draw attention to, like <laughs> again and again. <laughs> it's very, yeah. Um, he was trying. He was. It was just trying. He was trying to get laid. And I, I don't know why. Uh, I took it upon myself to be the judge, jury, and moral executioner <laughs> in that setting. But I, please don't tell the family. I'm just waiting for the family to uh, get wind of the podcast. They know I do it. They don't know how to find it. They don't know what it's called. Mm. But I'm waiting for that text message to come in and just say, can't we go back to before you did the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's... The day, because I have a feeling that my brother has talked to my sister about the podcast, and I mentioned something to my to my brother-in-law, but I don't know how much he retained from it. But, uh, like, my brother and I are actively, you know, we have active conversations about the podcast and his bands and stuff. And 
when my mother actually catches wind and hears uh, something from the podcast, I'm sure that's going to be an interesting phone call. Well, my only, the, the hope and the saving grace is that they won't make it far enough into the episode for me to say something really damaging to all of our relationships. And okay, don't worry. I've not been besmirching anyone's name. Uh, I'm aware. <laughs> I've let you on inside. The, you've, the family's here. <laughs> yeah, I was going yeah. uh, to say. Yeah, you're here. Find out. <laughs> yeah, well, so you can really spill the beans. I mean, I like. I don't know if I'm toning it down this episode. No. Um, no. Mm. Okay. I felt. I felt like I was. So here's. You are. There are moments where you're just like, duh, and other times you're just super fucking chill. And then I bring up that one thing, and I'm like, ha-ha, you're like, oh, no. Oh, so you're telling me you're deliberately pushing my buttons? Only a couple times. <laughs> this guy's been too, he's been, he's been dormant. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I can't, I can't get off the rails on the podcast. Um, I'm, you know, who knows, who knows what you're going to get. Who knows where we'll go even from here? I mean, like, it, 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 it really is this, like, kind of, it's a fluid entity as the podcast, and it, who knows what's going to come next. And um, it, I will be getting you to sign an NDR. <laughs> but not an NDR. Do not resuscitate. <laughs> no. What, what they, uh, NDA. 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 Uh, NDR. <laughs> <laughs> sign an NDR on my behalf because when God. the podcast eventually does kill me I just want to fucking go out <laughs> my last breath will be like oh and welcome to the ginger dogs podcast finally it was me oh my God. that's the last word and like you can like li- members of the Patreon there d- donating above a $20 level We'll be able to have bottled um, specimens of my final breath, <laughs> and you just open it. It's like ah, and then like the books start moving on your shelf, and it's my ghost reading them. Like Jack Reacher, I can't believe you read this shit because I'm a pretentious asshole as well. On top of everything else, the listener at home knows, uh, but the <laughs> listener at home is bought into that pretentiousness. And um, I thank you for not calling me out, anyone. Thank you. Sorry, what am I talking about? I, dude, you no just idea. took us on a journey, and <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm not on the therapist couch. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're doing the but, podcast, uh, yeah, but... not the therapist couch. Oh, so, season two, I've been confusing the two constantly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, I've been going through a lot, okay. But I, yeah, my therapist is like, You talk about your family a whole bunch, or you don't talk about them enough on the podcast. Why don't you have your cousin on? I think that'd be really good for your relationship. <laughs> and then she comes on with her crutches, and they just look too shiny <laughs> and like, like some kind, like some kind of ableist magpie. I'm going to attempt to shove them in my beak and fly away as I watch her struggle. And I'm like, I told her she could fucking walk, and she's then rent free. Signing that NDR saying, you're out, buddy. <laughs> I was going to say, the only NDR she's signing is the one that's just like, nah, I'm, uh, don't worry. We're just not going to revive this. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Her agreement to it. 
I, you know, it was funny. I, it's, uh, this is a really weird segue. Uh, but a friend of mine has been going through the, um, the power of attorney stuff with, uh, family recently. Like, ah, so if this happens, what do you want me to do? Well, let's sit down and talk about it. But it's a simple answer, Terry. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, my... It's a simple answer, Terry. <laughs> my That's mom... like my favorite thing. Like, it's like a fucking, like, power of attorney can be written into married with children. <laughs> right? <laughs> my mom, every time I talk to her, she's just like, Remi- reminder... If I ever become a burden, just put me in a home where they change my diaper and I have my own teeth. And I'm like, okay, mom, sure. And it's it's like this is the the constant thing that she's just like, don't let me be a burden. I'm like, mom, this conversation is a burden. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I'm signing up now. Like, we're, we've gone over this repeatedly. But then it made me realize that, like, I haven't updated any of my life insurance policies, they all the money still goes to my ex-wife if I die. Like, if I get in my car after this recording and die, she gets all the life insurance money. <laughs> uh, okay, I hope she's not listening and formulating a plan, first, first of all. <laughs> like... And I, she's just like, you need to update that. And I'm like, I know. And then I don't. And then six months later, I remember, and I'm like, shit. Oh, jeez. <sighs> uh, uh, That's deep. It's like, god damn it. But then that is literally the recipe of my life. It, people who have been around a lot recently in the last, like, week know that like I've suddenly just been like kicked into overdrive where it's like oh yes I've been avoiding this for six months let's take care of it now at 3 a.m <laughs> yeah well it and I started noticing that I'm getting Facebook targeted ads telling me to get out of policy because uh, my family <laughs> might not benefit from my death and I'm like hey buddy <laughs> you know what they want my like collection of unopened fucking bags of ramen. <laughs> I don't think they want it. No one wants, you know, speaking about burden, no one wants the burden of my fucking belongings. Oh my god. Just don't open the crate under the bed. <laughs> Put that in your will. Dude, I, when I move... Every time I move, I have a specific, like, set of stuff where I'm like, listen, just nobody touch this. It's got, like, important documents and very personal private things. And the first thing that happens is anytime someone's around and they're, like, trying to help me unpack, they open up that one container because it's been, like, sitting fresh in their mind. And I'm like, get out of there. Yeah. Ginger, I didn't know you were into, like, fucking magic or the occult because this box is vibrating (laughs) (laughs) oh why is this box vibrating (laughs) don't go in there important documents inside and this is where all kitty has checked out because oh no because it's the literal like cousin (laughs) this is this is traumatic uh (laughs) come on no 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 come on don't give me that. I can't have that on my soul. 
<laughs> it's better than the existential crises that we've put uh, <laughs> guess through. Like, remember, that was 20 years ago. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got Lila just going, oh, I don't remember that. And you're like, what? I wasn't born. Oh, fuck. What's a mighty morphin Power Ranger? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, trust me, we get all sorts on here. Mm-hmm. Um, just, oh, great to have something with a familial bond. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so. I, 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 I'm, I feel like I've not been gauging the temperature of the room for the last half hour. That's great. <laughs> Podcast host with the most. I can't put that on my fucking resume now. I'm just, I'm psyching, I'm, I feel like I'm psyching you out. Uh, do you, you, from here on out for the rest of the recording, if you need a timeout button on me, I'll just stop talking. I'll disconnect. <laughs> good. You guys well, just talk about your dead by day, like shit. D&D builds. Well, no, I'm actually going to steer this into a, a different direction. Uh, because Alt Kitty has, has mentioned uh, acting. And I'm curious, what? So, and you, I'm I'm gonna say this, honoring any, because I don't know what extent you're acting as, uh, honoring you know any NDA bullshit. Uh, What uh, has been your favorite thing you've gotten to do? Because I'm super, I always love these conversations. And kudos on using NDA correctly. Uh, Harder than you think. Speaking of NDA, let me just quickly check. It's ran out. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, please, for because the sake of the podcast, I hope it has. Has like Billy, Billy Zane been an asshole to you on set or something? No. So this was. Uh, oh, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> the the frantic search for the right NDA. I know that um, feeling. <laughs> literally. No. Okay. I feel like you're overusing the term NDA now to just take the piss. No. Uh, you're like, NDA, NDA, I've got so many NDAs. And I'm like, oh, I'm here with my NDA. Uh, uh, it's NDR? not even NDR, it's DNR. <laughs> <laughs> DNR. No, don't resuscitate. Yeah, that's like no, GNR. Don't. That's what DNR is what GNR, Guns and Roses, should have done before Chinese did. God damn it. so my favorite thing that i've done so there's like two there's one that i've actually like gotten the part for and gotten to do and there's one that was just an audition so my absolute favorite job that i've done um it wasn't um so i've done two alice in wonderland things it was the first one i did a um immersive Alice in Wonderland themed night where we had like partial script and then we would lead games and stuff like that and it was all for charity Um, and I got to play Alice it was insane and uh, their caveat was um, all the actors had to be drunk Oh, so it was much like Lewis Carroll himself (laughs) well we won't get into his other activities no um so, so that was my favorite thing I've ever done. My um, favorite th- 
kind of like audition that I've ever done. I've just checked the NDA. Um, it's not out yet, so there's certain parts that I can't talk about. Fair. <laughs> I auditioned for a TV show that was coming to Apple TV. Um, and <laughs> the director and producers were um, Tom Hanks. Oh Steven God. Steven Spielberg oh and Gary Goatsman. And like very impressive. I I didn't get it. Um it was a very, very small role. But I just the fact that like You were in that room even is yeah. impressive. Right? Yeah. That's super cool. Um you know, much more impressive than my turn as the shepherd in the mm. kindergarten nativity play. Mm. <laughs> you know, I wanted to del- deliver the frankincense and myrrh. No dice. <laughs> you did a lot of school theatre, if I remember correctly. Oh. Uh, oh. Not, uh, not, not um, in, in elementary, primary school. Uh, I, I was in a couple of the school productions, but uh, my focus really quickly shifted to music. Uh, when I got into high school, and I di- I did play in the uh, like the band for like a couple of productions, but I haven't. Re- I I did a drama, I did a drama course, and I was in. Uh, I was in a drama called Slow Time, and that was the last time I ever acted. I would have been about seventeen years old, and I played. Um, Funny enough, and this is going to sound a bit risky actually. I played. First of all, my character was black. Oh. Which I found, but there were only three of us in the drama group. Um, mm. So someone had to get that role. And I was. Uh, my, so my name was Delroy. And uh, we were in a, a young offender's prison. And in my role, I'd been arrested. For uh, stealing a bag of potato chip chips from a corner store, and I stabbed the owner when he found me. And uh, then, as a result, uh, my life took a turn, and I tried to hang myself in the prison. That was my role. Holy shit! Yeah. And um, I did my best to muddle through because it was a black character. The script called for a whole bunch of patois. Mm. So <laughs> the teacher maybe use all these slang terms. I felt as a skinny white dude, fit very uncomfortable saying that he was like, "No, you've got to do the script, or you'll lose. You won't pass the course if you don't perform the script properly." Uh, the whole thing was very uncomfortable and put me off even thinking about acting ever again. Um, but it was hilarious delivering a monologue about stealing a bag of potato chips. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was like it was Pringles. Uh, I don't know if you you have got Pringles. Oh, yeah. It was like a pack, packet of Pringles. That was what it was all over. That was what it was all for. A packet of Pringles, barbecue flavor. Oh, the worst <sighs> ones. The shopkeeper and his son. <laughs> they tried to get loud, didn't it? I took out my knife. I don't know what I was thinking. That's when it all changed. And scene. 
God damn. <laughs> I like that you still remember it. All right. Uh, it, well, you don't forget. You don't forget. You don't. You don't forget the packet of Pringles monologue. I'll tell you that. <laughs> once you start learning the lines, you can't stop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. I. Yeah, I. I mean, that makes sense. I definitely though. Uh. I've thought about dipping my toes back into that world because I never I did um like I having a technical theater like I went to school for technical theater and film and I uh had to do like acting class and dance class and stuff like that even though my specialty was technical theater and everybody at first was just like, oh, no, she's just a stage manager. She can't fucking act. And then everybody wanted to be my scene partner because they're like, you're really good at this. And I'm like, no, stop it. You shut your dirty mouth. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you then you dirt, dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the whole quote that I typically say is you shut your whore mouth when you're talking to me, but I didn't want to be oh. that mean. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, so by dirty, you mean like lady of the night. I mean. My God. Listen. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, what, what's happened here? I'm like, you're stabbing people. You're telling people to shut their whore mouths. Are you, are you wearing a string vest? No. <laughs> I'm pretty no. sure it sounds like you are. No, yeah. uh, no, I've had a very, uh, I'm just, I'm in a mood today and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just and... imagining, like, you're, you're, you're there with your, in your string vest, you've got, like, your white claws open, you're smoking <laughs> a cigar, and you're, like, talking to your roommate, like, I'll turn the noise down later, Melinda, fuck off! And you're, like, you know, and she's just like... What are you doing, Ginger? And you're like, hey, don't worry about the rent. I told you, I'll be good for it. I'm good for it. God damn. Shut your whore mouth. No, because she would. No, no. She's a no, trained no, boxer. No, no, Fuck that. No, there's fucking two of you. Great. <laughs> Let's put them both in a fucking house together and see what happens. It's like a reality show. It's actually very chill and very quiet. <laughs> yeah, because you've defeated all your foes. I'm looking at you, Napoleon Bonaparte, you tiny fuck. <laughs> you small fuck. Listen. You want to take over the continent, do you? And he's like, oh, je m'appelle Napoleon. <laughs> Listen, all right, it's fine. <sighs> no, I just... I'm feeling a bit... I'm feeling on edge now. No, no, no. I, uh... It, But it's... I've wanted to get back into that performancey stuff. Like that's, I've been streaming for long enough that I feel fairly comfortable about most things, but I just, I'm one of those big old, big old scaredy cats. So I don't like something that makes me genuinely nervous and uncomfortable. I'm like, nope, we're just going to avoid that. Even though it's something yeah. I really enjoy doing. Yeah. I understand that completely. Like yeah, painting. 
I'm super nervous to, like, every time I do a painting stream, like, hitting that button to to make everything go. I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Uh, like, I mean, it's just, it's a huge thing that just, like, makes me super nervous. And then... Yeah. Which, by the way, no reason for it. Love, love the painting. Um, it's just... But, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, amount, no amount of people going, oh, it's great. When you're anxious like that about stuff, no amount of people going, well, I'll just go for it, it's great, is enough right. to take that step out, right? Right. And I get that whole bunch as well. We're all stuff that I'm, I'm established. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm established as people know I'm good at this thing. I'm known for being good at this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. I'm too scared to show anyone the latest thing I've done. Dude, we even, when we talk about podcasts, you know, including podcast incentives on my charity stuff, like, you go, oh yeah, this number is a number that, you know, I'll put this in there as an offer to do the thing, and if you hit it, okay, and then we hit it every goddamn time. <laughs> I know, I know. But, like, maybe I just know my worth and I'm charging the higher price just like Richard Cheese. I mean, listen. <laughs> like if I If I just pretend I'm embarrassed, then I, <laughs> I just make myself look better because I'm like, dude, he costs so much. Well, this is the first time I'm officially telling you, and I think uh, I want to hear Alt Kitty's reaction knowing that she's family. Uh, Druid has to do a, a stream. We, we hit the, the milestone. That you're gonna have to stream a game, Druid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, as family, how do you think I'll do? Um. And be honest. Be honest. Honestly, fine. I mean, the thing is, you can and do literally ramble on for ages. So. <laughs> All right, backhanded compliment. <laughs> You know, if you had passed your driving test today, I would say put the brakes on, but I know that's... Oh! Uh, no, 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 no. Low blows in the family call today, goddamn! No, 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 it's just, just a joke. But seriously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, car- why don't you carry on? I just meant that you could, like, talk for ages, which is, like, one of the main things you need to do when you stream is just constantly chat and it's a very <laughs> difficult thing to do because you know yeah i know it's it is something i appreciate about streamers and i know i said on the podcast i will never stream but hey if i'm gonna stream for the be- for the benefit of children with cancer then fucking yeah fine i'll eat my words on that <laughs> uh, yeah because it's, i was talking to you literally like that day or two before uh i announced incentives for the event and you know, like, what's your goal? And I'm like, oh, I mean, uh, two grand would be dope. And then you're like, at 3000 I'll do it. And I'm like, okay. And then uh, we're yeah, at so, almost $3,600. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you see what I did there? I like, went so high above the goal that it just makes it look like I'm premium shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what we like, did. That's what we did for December, and then now yeah, I'm well, I getting really a passport not, and <laughs> buying plane really tickets. I really did not expect that uh, to, 10 grand to happen, but it did. And yeah. So. Like, no, uh, just, just for Alt Kitty's benefit, uh, Ginger is coming to Birmingham 
and we're doing an in-person podcast mm-hmm. uh, because nice. we because we hit the we hit ten grand, which was very impressive. Uh, but did I expect that we would hit it when I said that I would do it? Not really. <laughs> no, nobody did. But nobody did. But we did. And oh, um, so yeah, that's happening. Yeah. Meet the parents and, and old Kitty. You're invited as well now. Now the oh. the cat's out of the bag. Don't worry. I'll make sure that your crutches, if you still have them at that point, I'll make sure that your crutches stay safe. <laughs> if she uh, still has the cr- if she still has the crutches, then then you can take them. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that devil, that crutch devil on my shoulder. <laughs> Limpy Larry on my shoulder there. <laughs> Limpy Lucifer. Take the crutches to it. No, no, I won't. Take them. This fucker can walk. I'm telling you. No, it's like turn into like Venom 3. I was going to say. It's just Venom. We want to eat them. No, we want to eat them. Tom Hardy. No, no, I don't know. (laughs) This is the wrong brother. I you merely adopted the shadows. It's, it's I the, merely made the sequel. It's very much a Venom moment because there is no angel sitting on Druid's shoulder. <laughs> just, right, right, right. He's vibing somewhere else, just like, yeah, man, whatever. It's, yeah, well, he's cool. like he's like drunk. He's in some dive bar somewhere. Like I tried to tell him. <laughs> I tried to tell him don't start a punk. Oh. Guess what does he do? He starts a podcast. <laughs> Stop the podcast, to it. You proposed it to me. I just agreed to chaos. And aren't you glad I did? Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> it's uh, least believable. Because <laughs> well, you couldn't see my face. Oh, I, I, beaming I, with pride. Uh-huh. I was... what, we've, what, what we've created. I'm actively Uh-oh. smiling because, listen... The chaos and the shenanigans uh, that occur in my life are incomplete uh, without this podcast. I love what the fuck we do, mm. <laughs> even with all of the shenanigans. Uh, yeah. Genuinely touching. Um, you know. All right, okay. You got any fart jokes just to have me out? I mean... Fart, fart jokes, no stories. Yes. Yeah, tell Farts, me. Oh, well, no. Stories, lay it on us. <laughs> Once upon a time, in a dark, dark colon, Jeff Bezos <laughs> sat, sat at his bureau, let out a little pop, and got the idea for space travel. I love how that was read by Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yes, but very well, very well done. Yeah, you know, well. like, like from The Grinch. <laughs> And it was Christmas in Whoville that day. I ate the Grinch's liver with some fava beans. Uh, anyway, what's that fart story? Let's carry. <laughs> oh, and it wasn't. It wasn't so much a fart story. It's just I, I did say uh, at the beginning that you know I'm, I'm here to rip, rip, wreck what reputation you have left. So. Yes. Well, oh my God! What? <laughs> I, I just full disclosure. I have no idea what this is about to be. <laughs> there's, there's, there's several S- some are endearing some are just funny um, oh, no. so there is the story of Druid's first ever concert if you will 
Um, he was like four years old. I wasn't uh, born yet. Six. six. You were born. I was six. You were six. Okay, so he was six <laughs> years old. I was but a but a mere. A raisin, you know, one of the fucking like, just a raisin. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, I've got to get my own back sooner. Right, please, please. No, please continue. <laughs> don't wait to hear what this is. I don't think I know what this story even is. So, right. um, so he goes up to the toy aisle, grabs one of those like little speaker microphone things, and just walks around the shop singing Postman Pat. <laughs> That was his first ever concert. I thought you meant the one I went to. Uh, so oh. yes, I would have. That would have been. That, that would have been. Uh, it was Kiss in nineteen ninety nine. You will be surprised, but um, yes, I do know that story. I went around to Woolworths, um, singing so into Woolworths. yeah, rest in power. <laughs> Looks like heaven just got a new department store. Oh, um, um, what am I saying? Um, Yes, I did do that. Thank you. Um, I said something for more endearing. That's adorable, that is endearing. and I love that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I remember our grandmother telling the story. Uh, she used to love telling that one, and oh, yeah. apparently, I met like the whole store just stops. This little boy with a microphone just running around singing. Postman Pat. Postman Pat and his black and white cat early in the morning <laughs> when. Something is dawning, and then I can't remember the rest. Postman Pat, I've still got it. <laughs> oh, yeah, come on, fetch me a fucking mic. Let's turn the monitors on. Check one, two, one, two. Postman Pat, great stuff. Thank you for telling that. Have you got please? Um, don't tell um... me more, just. Just yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, feel, feel free. I mean, it's up to you. No, no. You're the guest okay. around here. Well, like, I, I have a feeling because that was that was, a, that, that, that was actually quite nice. So I, that's fine. <laughs> I feel like you, as a kid, were uh, uh, a. Uh, I don't know the right word, but the only word that I can think of is kind of a show-off or a showboat kind of guy, kind of kid. I just, I have this feeling that you were that kind of kid that was just like, uh, hey, hey, look at all of these things that I can do. You do it, and then you just like, you're just all cheeky grin. To a point, I'd say that's correct. But um, it's if I'm ever boisterous in a public place, and the wedding that old Kitty and I went to at the weekend will attest to this. I was dancing like an asshole, by the way, from from about two p.m. onwards. <laughs> but the the reasoning behind it was just trying to encourage others to also just get have a good time. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, not not to say, oh, like, what what a mood doctor, what a guy. That, like I, I just always want everyone to be having a good time, and maybe sometimes that's to my uh, personal detriment. And yes, maybe I was a bit of a show, but okay, uh, <laughs> old Kitty can confirm or deny anything, any aspersions. That's you know the beauty of having her here. Right. See, I wouldn't have said you were the showboat. I said that I would probably think that was 
That was more me. <laughs> oh. oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a show off. Uh, 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 I would say I was. I'm very studious, and when I I would only show about things, I, I would be like, I was. I've always been quite sarcastic, uh, but like I'm. I was such a. Like, I would just because uh, I would just do so much alone. I would yeah. sit and just try and get good at something before I even thought about showing it off. And by that point, it's like a little more warranted, I want to say, <laughs> okay. than just like throwing shit out there. Like I was a bit, bit of a, yeah, I don't know. I don't. You are actually, oh, Kitty, you are more. Um, you you have the authority to say what I was like more so than than I because I can't really. No one can ever look at themselves in the way that the world perceives them, right? Yeah. So I, I always thought that you were quite... It was it was a strange combination of confidence and just crippling anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tell, me, tell, me, tell me that doesn't trap Ginger. I was going to say, I feel that, uh, both personally and yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know you had me figured out. Um, that well, okay. I just I, one thing that sticks out in my mind was when you you'd written or wrote a new song and you were playing it and you were like it, it was both a here listen to this but also please stop immediately this is not good um, in your own mind was, yeah. the song was great but like oh, <laughs> I think I think it's just since we've been kids, it's just been a combination of, hey, I can do this thing, but also please stop looking at me. Um, yeah, there, that's definitely correct. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. My, my stomach has just dropped. Um, <laughs> wow. People get a real insight here. This is exactly... You know, it's, this is what I wanted from this, but also not at the same time, which I guess feeds into your whole theory perfectly. I mean, <laughs> so it's, I mean, I can be pretty pretty honest and forthcoming. I was a kid who loved attention, but I also really loved to be involved in the adult, like the adult conversations that shit the adults were doing because I didn't have a lot of kids to grow up around. So, right. like, I was that kid who was just like, hey, did you know all these facts about Abraham Lincoln? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a walking uh, fucking top ten facts <laughs> machine. Yeah, you, you've, been, you've been on that, like, school, you've been on the school library computer and looked up that sweet, like, encyclopedia package on Windows yeah. fucking 98. Yeah, like, I mean, that's what I, that's what I fucking did. And... I I was confident but shy. Like I like I was yeah. like, "Oh yes, give me attention. Oh god, I'm so shy. Oh god, you're giving me attention now." Ah. Yeah. And now and, um, and the other kids are crushing ants and you're going like, "Lay off that guy's thorax already." That, I mean, yeah, I, I know that. I was also yeah. a stickler for rules. I was literally Okay. The person that's where who we differ, I think, every well. single fucking rule. 
as a kid, and now as an adult, I'm like, fuck your rules. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> yeah, you've got a serial misbehavior here, but in the kind of like, uh, I'm a student out of bed at Hogwarts. That's <laughs> <laughs> mine. Ah, it's Jordan's, in the, Jordan's out of bed. <laughs> we don't, we can't have Harry Potter out of bed again. <laughs> Severus, what did I say? There'll be no foolish wand waving or silly incantations in this part. I've already said that. But, uh, <laughs> Just anything to get that Alan Rickman impression out of there. Oh, Alan Rickman. <sighs> we, speaking of Alan Rickman, we talked this weekend about the movie Dogma. Oh, yeah. Which we've mentioned on the part as well, I'm pretty sure. I'm Maybe positive in the, we have. We, in the, I want to say the Frost episode. Probably. I. That was a big movie one. Oh, um, do, it, Alan Rickman it, was too goddamn good for this world, and I'm so sad. Yeah, that's true. Like, but, but Dogma is a movie that... I think I'm going to be watching here in the next couple of weeks. I need to. I haven't watched that movie in so long. And Alanis Morissette is God. What a oh. great a casting. Dude, and the only sound she ever fucking makes is when she boops his nose and just goes boop. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. I want my concert money back. Like, uh, that would. That would be the easiest acting job for me, honestly. You know, boop. you know, and you know. <laughs> You know, you know who uh, passed on recently mm-hmm. that was involved in the, with the Alanis Morris that was Taylor Hawkins. He used to play drums for her before he was in the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I. So we're running, we're we're running out of people uh, to hear what that fucking song was about. <laughs> <laughs> who was that about? Oh my god, dude. Well, and that's I've been I I know I've been making some shocking revelations recently. I uh fell down a rabbit hole of of music again. But this time like I've been listening to like my, you know, I've been falling back into some of my like emo and and, and punk phases. But I fell back into late 90s early 2000s hip hop and rap wow i was just going down the line of like oh shit tupac and biggie and ice cube and like i'm like yeah. music videos that have ice cube in them and snoop and lil kim and i'm like oh i had this as well i was listening to N- notorious big like yes. fucking constantly uh, even watch Boys in the Hood again, which, by the way, oh my god, fucking what a movie! Dude, I was working in my bedroom this week, and I was listening to the entire album of the score by the Fugees, and it got to mm. the song on the track that has the Chinese restaurant skit. Right. Yes. Yes. I know the one. And I'm like, oh no, because so we had a bunch of um, soccer players move into my apartment complex, and my window Great. is fully open, and there is a Hispanic family that lives above me, 
And I had my window fully open. I'm listening to this on my monitors and I'm doing my thing. And then I'm like, oh no, click, click, click. Oh God, move. No God. Like I'm like throwing things yeah. around, like oh trying God. to change you, the song. And I'm like, you're like going full MAGA on them. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yep. Hi. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I am Donald Trump and I approve of this message. Okay. Oh God. And it's like, I have such an appreciation, but then every once in a while, something like that happens, and I'm like, well, cool, guess uh, yeah, I'm not well, listening I to was, the Fugees for a while. Yeah, well, I re-listened to Snoop Dogg, and, uh, and I used to fucking love Snoop Dogg, and then I actually was sitting listening to the lyrics in my car maybe three weeks ago, and I was like, shit, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is not flying, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh. and Those guys loved getting blowjobs. Dude, <laughs> I just loved it more than anything in the world. Well, and so there. And was a- I think we've gone past that as a society. Uh, you know, we've got all these crypto bros and everything, and like blowjobs are just second now to uh, high Ethereum stocks. Oh my god! Well, the- so I have a question. What Excellent. is one song that you? didn't like you used to just sing and belt and have a good time with and now as an adult you're like oh my god i was doing what um oh i'll have to think about that i just need to remember the name (laughs) what what you mean like so i used to sing the lyrics and now i listen to the lyrics and i'm like what the fuck was i singing yes like it's it's one of those like i'll give an example for me okay I used to just hang out in the car with my mom and the song Atomic Dog would come on and I would just go fucking nuts. I loved that song. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh shit, that's what I was singing about at 12 years old in the car with my mother? (laughs) Uh, Okay, you've just completely solidified what my answer is <laughs> because it's definitely uh, my father forced the band kiss on me let's mm-hmm. be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and he's laughing there he fully knows um yeah you've seen the pictures guys um, mm-hmm. um yeah so um yeah definitely songs by kiss um so there's, what is it called? Nothing to Lose by Kiss. Uh, I used to sing it with my dad in the car when I was about five years old. And I listened to the song again for the first time in years recently and realised the whole song's about anal sex. And it's like not even the most consensual anal sex in the world. Oh. And the lyrics are like something like... Um, Oh, let me just get these up, because there is no, um, you know, I'm not going to do how awful it is justice. Uh, So let me just, so bear in mind that I would be singing this, like when I was like four or five years old, top of my lungs in the car with my dad. Let's see, so. Oh, no. Yeah, so oh, here it is. I've got it. Right, so first of all, first of all, the pre chorus is but, but baby, please don't refuse. You know, you've got nothing to lose. Uh. Um, mm. 
So okay. before I had a baby, I didn't care anyway. I thought about the back door. I didn't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. But once I got a baby, I I tried every way. She didn't want to do it, but she did anyway. Oh, Paul Stanley, yeah, that's bad, right? you fucker. Yeah, I mean, honest to God, I mean, and that band is full of shit like that. Oh, so they've yeah. got a song called Christine 16, about a 16-year-old girl. And it literally has Gene Simmons talking over the track going, like, I saw you coming out of school that day and I knew I had to have you. Yeah. What in the... And, and, and bear in mind, he, before the kids became famous, he was a school teacher. Oh. <laughs> so fucking weirdo, right? Uh, I don't think that they are, like, that way inclined. And it was just... That's what lyrics were like in those days. But fuck. Dude... But also, there's ACDC, who half of the music is about oh, yeah. hitman and murdering people. and Oh, and then he did it, right? The drummer. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he hired a hitman to kill his wife. There's um, the band Cannibal Corpse. The, oh, they, oh they wow. There we so- go. <laughs> they, so this isn't what my one was, but I, I have just remembered. Yeah, I was about to um, say like you're that much of a death metal. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like eight years old singing Hammer Smash Face. <laughs> no, but they do have a song called um, "I Have Thirty Seven. I think I think it's Skulls in My Basement or something like that. Um, and <laughs> the, lead, the 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 front. I think it was the front man got arrested. A uh, corpse grinder, the singer. For having thirty-seven skulls in his basement, no one is shocked. Three skulls were found in Cannibal Corpse guitarist's home. Literally, it. That's it. But like you know, they were tame in comparison to the black metal bands, right? Yeah. Because you know, uh, so you know the band Mayhem, uh, who they made a movie about with uh, it's got like Macaulay Culkin's younger brother in it. Uh, Mayhem, the the original singer, shot himself in the face with a shotgun. And the fucking bass player, Euronymous, thought it was the best thing for the band ever and went in with a Polaroid camera and took photos of his body and his entire, like, fucking, like, eroded face. And they made it the cover of one of their bootleg albums, for one. And they also all kept pieces of his skull and wore them as necklaces. Oh my god. Now that's messed up. Yeah. And I was like, so the point in time where I was like singing about songs that I didn't know what it meant. Like this was when Rihanna was first getting big. Like I was listening, like, one of the songs that I used to sing all the time with my mom in the car was on the same CD as uh, the previous song that I mentioned. Was fucking Was It Me by Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> like. Which, by the way, Shaggy didn't none of the hef- heavy lifting on that track. <laughs> fuck no, he didn't. It was on me. <laughs> I was, so, because I, I was re listening to Miss Jackson by Outcast. In, in that like f- forage down memory lane, and I was listening to also like Destiny's Child. Like I was going back, 
and I really listened to the lyrics to Miss Jackson, and I was like, well, fuck, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, lest we forget, on uh, the last episode, we talked about uh, Marvin Cease's Candy Licker. Right. <laughs> and, so I just, at and least we, he's talking about giving a woman a good time. And and we <laughs> we talked about Stroke It. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah. This is why I love Alex Cameron, guys, because Alex Cameron knows his lyrics are terrible, and that's the point. <laughs> Holding up a mirror to the fetid... Uh, society that we live in today. Yeah, I the the little John's down musical memory lane, and then I like because we've talked so much about like TV shows from our childhoods and stuff, like on, on the podcast, and I've been just revisiting some of that stuff finally for the first time in forever. I've I've taken time for that. I know nobody have a heart attack, but uh, it's just been oh. it's been wild. It's time to regret signing that Dan off. I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, you don't want to go down that road. Next time, sign an NDA, not a DNR. <laughs> so, are you as big of a music person as as Druid? Oh, Kitty. Um. I, um, kind of, <laughs> uh, in different aspects. Okay. Um, so, obviously we grew up in the same family, so we grew up with a lot of the same musical influences in terms of, like, mm-hmm. rock and stuff like that. I very vividly remember the massive Slipknot poster uh-huh. he used to have on his door. Um, however, <laughs> from, like, the ages, from a very young, um... Onward, I, I, I had like a, a bit of a boy band face. Same girl, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm only just having that now, so just <laughs> think about that for a second. Yeah. Uh, used, used, used to be really into Busted and McFly and, and stuff like that, but yeah, I, I think I, I would say I was pretty big into, into music. And it seemed to, I gave you uh, roughly half of my entire CD collection at one point. Yes, you did, uh, which I still have. Oh, cool. I'm glad, glad it's still, so, you know. still operating there, yeah. Great. I mean, I revealed, I think, last podcast that I uh, I still have CDs that my brother gave me when I graduated high school that he, they were all music that he listened to between the age of like 18 and 25. So, I mean, I, I still... <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, see, I had a... My sister was really into into pop. My dad listened to country. And my brother was finding his feet in the Nine Inch Nails and Slipknots and, and stuff like that. So, like, it, it truly in, <laughs> informs my eclectic taste in music it feels like but that's that's exactly like that's what it was and so now like because druid saw my when my brother was live on twitch with his band playing music and he expected because of some of the stories i have of my brother when he was younger 
much heavier music. M- much, much heavier than uh, what he's playing now. He's got like, I have a... a we, t- all, we all mellow out, that's yeah. for sure. I, I've got a t-shirt from one of his... Uh, I think these guys were Ska? Uh, oh God. And it says, it's, it, the band's name was Street Meat. Meat spelled like, you know, M-E-A-T. And uh, oh <laughs> so, like, I still have the Street Meat t-shirt. <laughs> it hasn't gone anywhere. It survived my trunk. Uh, <laughs> it does sound like a guy that jacks off in public. I'm sorry. There, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, like, I'm sorry. We're like a tr- fully, like, <laughs> to buy the t-shirt, you've also got to have a trench coat to hide it underneath. <laughs> But, like, I mean, they were fairly heavy. And now uh, it's it's a little more, you know, punk rock and uh, less aggressive sounding. Uh, and, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's just like, man, like, I, I haven't listened to any new music. I haven't listened to new music in probably three years. Oh wow, yeah. I I go through phases where I'm like, no, I'm not listening to anything new. I'm listening to the same old shit, and then I'm like, where has the song been? Oh, it's been out for a couple of years. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey Marvin, you know that new sound you're looking for, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's choose a different franchise, Morty. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I just so I guess are you are you in still uh, breaking your neck to some metal or have you slowed down uh, a little bit? All kitty. Uh, mm. so I I still listen to like heavier things like I do. I actually listen to like Cannibal Corpse. Fuck yeah. <laughs> God knows why. Um, uh, so, so you yeah, know, I still do listen to like that kind of stuff, but also, um, I still listen to McFly and Busted, and also all about have, variation. Oh yeah, and I also have like a lot of like musical theater stuff on my phone too. So hell yeah, it's a whole lot of different stuff. Well, that's you got to be well rounded, and that's. Somebody was like, you know, oh, Drew probably only just plays, you know, heavy stuff. Or he he only ever does chill stuff. And I'm like, what? You haven't actually listened to anything he's ever made then, have you? Because it's all over the map. I mean, the pieces that I use are are two, two very different pieces. And then the stuff that he's made for other folks that we know it, it fits the style of the person it's not like yeah well you know if if you commission like you commissioning me to make music for your stream you know i'm making it for you i'm not gonna be like oh it's gotta sound like fucking like or death wizard cult man <laughs> but um yeah, I'm quite eclectic, yeah. I'd like to think so. The the eclectic mix is what makes it what makes it always new and fun and exciting, I think. 
Because if it's the same, you listen to the same shit over and over and over again, you just eventually grow to hate it. Yeah, I I get that. It's also like doing so many different things is a real sign that I've never succeeded fully at one thing. (laughs) In that, you know, had the had the one thing succeeded like all the way, I would still be doing it surely. Uh, But also, I grew bored doing one style and doing one thing, so it was like important that uh, every new thing that was happening was completely from a different place. Right. It's just so it's interesting. Well, that's though. Like, I listen to a lot of more heavy, heavier driving music, but when I sit down and think about like music that I like to perform and fuck around with, it's typically slower, more emotional, or it's country, or it's like it's yeah. it's not what you expect from me. Everybody who spends any time around me gets to know me. They expect me to be this like chick who's tatted head to toe and just like running around in circle pits. And I'm like, I mean, I grew up listening to Garth Brooks. So I mean, sure, but no. (laughs) You know, from my perspective, I'm in three bands at the moment. Uh, One is like indie pop kind of mixed with like maybe a little bit of like, you know, like heavy solos, like Dave Gilmore solos. Then I'm doing a blues band with my dad. And then I am currently reviving like a little project I was working on before. Uh, I'm keeping quite quiet about it, but just let, let, I'll just leave it at this. Uh, I'm currently working on composing a 30 minute progressive rock. <laughs> fucking ready for that. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, you, you do what the, what you've got the will to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Let's I the dopamine, right? I so my voice is finally had finally started recovering from. I was sick, beginning of the month, and then I decided to stream for like twenty five hours at a thirty six hour period, and, <laughs> and so my voice is a little bit more <laughs> sore right now. Yeah, well, did Doctor Nick? Did Doctor Nick from The Simpsons tell you that was okay? Oh God, dude! It's probably fine, everybody. Dude, it was. It's for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but I uh, before then I was like, okay, I might actually like feel comfortable maybe trying to fuck around with some music type stuff again, and then now I'm just like, well, fuck. Okay, I guess my voice is needing more recovery time. I guess I won't, because I put out a, a call in the Discord for uh, uh, talking about music stuff. And I now actually have to relearn how to read sheet music. <laughs> and right. I'm going to actually be playing my bass more. And so. Sick. Play, everybody. Uh, I, dude, I act. My mom was like, the way you play reminds me so much of Flea. And I'm like, how? He is <laughs> a s- He's a small dude who just like fucking wiggles around like crazy. <laughs> and I stand pretty still and kind of bob my head. 
and maybe look do, around a little. Like, <laughs> do, do you know? I was totally shocked to, uh, to see he's actually in fucking this new Obi Wan Kenobi thing. Wait, no. <laughs> you're fucking lying to me. No, absolutely, I'm not. I could not believe it. I watched the uh, I watched the premiere this uh, week, and Flea goes up against Hugh McGregor face to face. He makes an appearance in Obi Wan Kenobi. Motherfucker, man. Oh my god! Is, you know he's, he was in the Big Lebowski. Oh, his that base is really pretty though. The I I saw a picture of a news article. Uh, nice saber, dude. He he. Uh, some of his tattoos didn't age poorly, but some of them. God damn, dude. Yeah, wow. Oh, God. Don't get us on this one again. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Jesus. Uh, well, <laughs> let's, uh, why don't we transition into some, uh, into our new segment, and then, uh, yeah, the I'm gonna key, I'm gonna cue the music. And... Go for a piss. <laughs> yes. Right I will see you guys here shortly for Dating Advice Corner with Ginger and Druid. And this time, oh, kitty. I don't know why I did that. I don't, see that. I don't know either. <laughs> Try my radio voice. Um, all right, I'll, I'll speak to you in a sec. Okay. I think he he's more nervous having you on. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> the little cousin strikes again. <laughs> well, I hope you are enjoying yourself as weird as this has probably been. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't been any weirder than a, gen- a general D&D session. Oh, uh, thank you. That I do, so it's so good. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to at least listen in, uh, uh, on, uh, D&D sessions and or streams just because, you know, there's, uh, uh, there's, you know, the time zone difference and, uh, yeah, and all that, but. Um. No, definitely. I, I haven't played D and D in so long. Wild. You should get back into it. It's, it's it's changed. Um, there's a lot of like digital stuff now that makes things really really easy. Mm. I, like uh, character sheet stuff specifically. Which that's is good. That's what I saw. I uh, created a. Um. I always made a. And a, like I put my character sheets in like a protector mm-hmm. um, when I was playing a lot. But I haven't played since uh, right after 4.0 came out. Oh. So, I mean, it's it's been a while. So you've never tried 5e? I haven't. Uh, no. It's very, it's very different. Oh. I don't have to. I'll definitely have to. Uh, to check it out i yes sorry we're talking we're talking D. 
cool. Yeah, don't carry on. Uh, but yeah, no, I'll have to check out because I and I would love to see uh, see your Dead by Daylight. Uh, the skills we have a big old crew that play, so I'd be interested in that. That'd be fun. Look at this. Yeah, that's good. Look at this. Just making connections happen. I'm gonna no, say I'm it. making friends. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and who am I to get in the way of that? <laughs> uh, so, uh, you said you had some uh, dating advice questions that have come in. Yeah, it's come half the press. We've got two. Uh, we've got two entries. Beautiful. No pun intended. Um, oh God. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Look, this is time in comparison to what we've got. Um, one of these questions. Um, <laughs> oh. Right. Well, I, look, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, can I say this in front of a family member? I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's a conversation that we should be having, but there you go. Anyway, first one, not so bad. Uh, so Anonymous writes in and says, I've noticed my boyfriend laughs like Fran Drescher or a more nasal Peter Griffin after a friend pointed it out. We've been together six years, but I've never noticed <laughs> until now. Hate to say, but I'm now less attracted to him. Do you think this can be worked out? I, um... I'm going to drop oh. this to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> Ah, uh, wow! Less attracted to him. Uh, I'd like to say yes, it can be worked out. Because if he's a good dude outside of that, then I mean, what's the what's the diff? Right. I mean, let's be real. Is it you don't you don't like the sound of his laugh? You don't like the association? Or are you just being a baby back bitch because somebody now has something to uh, poke fun at your your partner yeah. about? Good point. It comes off very superficial. Yeah. I'd say give him a fucking break. Yeah. And get, let him, let the man laugh for fuck's sake. What are you doing? Like you reading the obituary column when he uh, comes home from work now? Like... <laughs> oh, Stan, who ran the hardware store, he's died. And he's like. <laughs> Oh, um, get it. Don't even say. I mean, uh, <laughs> that's 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 like getting mad at someone for snoring, right? Yeah, they but can't people, help the way they sound. People do. People like, do. So the the being mad at, at someone for snoring, like if it is something that is preventable, like. <laughs> Yo, just wear your damn sleep apnea mask. Like, that's one right. thing. But if it's like, oh, when you get drunk, you snore a little bit louder, and then you, like, you have to be rolled over in the middle of the night. Okay, whatever. But, like, <laughs> it just, I don't know. I think, I think getting mad at someone over something like that is dumb. As someone with an obnoxious laugh... Who was yelled at outside of a show oh for my, my laugh by some no, random obnoxious. dude? Like, Actually, fuck, fuck him, by the way. Totally not obnoxious. Oh, when he says obnoxious, I would say infectious. 
Dude, it's 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 when I start like <laughs> it's when I stop like when it sounds like I'm actively dying. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Like um, I can't control that. What do you want me to do? Force my doctor to remove my tonsils? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And if you don't like his laugh, just uh, just watch SNL. Ooh. <sighs> nah, get in. Oh. I don't watch SNL. That was cold open, so it's like Woody Woodpecker during sex because you've tickled his feet. His cold, his cold white feet. Let's be honest, because this is coming straight from like one of our North Carolina listeners. I'd imagine. I don't know. Um, I don't fucking hell. Right, these reactions, man. Am I going too far with this? I feel, I feel like a, I feel, I feel like a fucking pantomime villain. <laughs> oh, it's behind you. Uh, the correct thing to say is behind you, dude. Uh, uh, look, I don't know. Uh, uh, just fucking, just let him laugh. <laughs> let him laugh. If find it, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say a, a laugh is uh, is not a reason to break up a six year relationship. Yeah. yeah, if you are even considering breaking up with him over this, you've been waiting for that thing that you can just fucking put all the weight of your shit that you are slowly, resentfully building in your uh, picture of this person that you're going to let, like, a laugh destroy all of that. And if you're cohabiting, like, what? <laughs> Got like a whole load of like financial shit to dig through, and it's just because you didn't like the dude's laugh. Mm-hmm. Like it. What an asshole, man! Like, stop listening to the podcast. I would say, <laughs> if you're gonna break up, just do it. Don't, don't pussyfoot around about it. Don't sugarcoat it. Yeah, just do it. Right. Like, and if you're going to let a laugh, if it's a good relationship, and you're gonna let a laugh ruin the relationship, like. Yeah, I hope you never laugh again. Oh. And watch this person probably just like is like, oh, 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 oh. it sounds like fucking Beethoven third. <laughs> oh, he, oh. Sounds, he sounds like Peter Griffin. She sounds like Janice from Friends. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, just imagine the two of them together. You do that again, Ginger White. <laughs> <laughs> When they get in sync, it just... <laughs> this person just broke up with the podcast in stereo in their headphones. <laughs> How do you like them? How do you like that? You're still going to listen. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's my opinion. I think that's all she wrote on that one. Just fucking stay with him or don't. But be a little less fucking... Oh, a bit, a bit harsh. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm going to move swiftly on because... Yeah, I think we're all yeah. kind of on a solid consensus yeah. about that one. So, so this is the one I'm scared about saying. Oh. Interested, inter- interested in trying anal, but scared to take the first step. Any advice appreciated? <laughs> um, huh. You know... Take it like you've got like fucking hemorrhoids, <laughs> uh, and you sitting sit on your throne gently. 
No one's. Yeah. I, uh, listen, <laughs> I'm letting the the awkward familial moment happen because I know I'm gonna have one of those as well. Uh, but I mean, relax, uh, lubricate, and uh, take it easy. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, very diplomatic. Like, <laughs> like with anything new, have good communication. Talk to the p- other person partaking yeah. in this activity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. That's yeah. My contribution. And you know, <laughs> to be at the doctor's office, man, just open wide and say ah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's. A serious answer and is don't take eat it tacos s- before. No, take it slow. Do your prep work, communication, uh, lubrication, and uh, yeah. Good luck, Godspeed. And uh, the funny answer is, I mean, just go for it, dude. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Why, Why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> You obviously want to. I mean, um, just prepare, just as I say, there's no better answers than the one you gave. I mean, like communication as well, of course. Um, get so many of these problems relate right down to that. You, you folks, just aren't talking to each other. That this entire segment could be called "Just Talk to Your Partner." Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how long till we run out of steam on that one? Right. You know, but like much like trying new things, we tried to bring this segment in gently. Plenty, yep. of, plenty of lubrication, uh-huh. and just plenty of the will to go, and a and a, a, a quick enema beforehand. Yeah, I, mean... I know I did mine before the first podcast. <laughs> That was moving. A, that moving was swiftly, uh, moving swiftly <laughs> from Tang and Vice Corner. Um, <laughs> I, to be fair, when, when you said you were hesitant, I was expecting much worse. Yeah, no, I it's mean, okay. no, I was expecting it to be like the first one that we had. <laughs> which oh, I can't remember what it was. It was pretty bad, right? It was the uh, the role play. Was it? Oh yes, the, yes, yes. Pretending to be the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The person's boss. Yeah, yeah. Be the boss. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, it... So, yeah. Come on. <laughs> it became a little yeah. less vanilla in that one. And uh, I was expecting us to go down uh, a path like that, not, uh, hey, I'm well, interested you know, in anal. <laughs> you know, those those questions are, you know, if, if questions like that came in thick and fast, like about the boss role-playing one, I'd start to really question who's listening. Um, but like you know I know it's not that bad but I knew I was reading it out to my cousin Uh, (laughs) and to be honest just really wasn't that interested in hearing what she had to say about it no offence just as I'm sure she wasn't interested in hearing what I had to say about it Yeah. Well then, why so, don't we uh, transition yeah, to guest yeah, questions yeah. then? A little bit, yeah, something yeah. a little bit more uh, fun and exciting. Well, uh, listen. To the Listen. 
I wanted to take us out of awkward family time and into maybe more funny family time. Keep talking about anal troll it. <laughs> I love that anybody in your house could have potentially heard you do that. Oh, yeah. The walls have made of straw paper thin. Come on, Rustin. Someone just got up in a cold sweat. What is going on in there? Uh... Why does he talk to himself so much and why is it so awful every time he does? <laughs> so we we got um we've got a few guest questions that have popped in. Uh, I don't know if you have uh, glanced at any of those alt kitty, but uh, uh, we have one that is not listed there uh, that we ask every guest. It is always the first question we ask them. Um, And it comes from our one one of our wonderful patrons, Red the Abnormal. And it is, what is... Or if you could have one, what would be your mundane superpower? Uh, the ability to summon cats. That's a good one. I like that. That was quick. So quick. It's kind so of new. Quick as like well. she thinks about this. Yeah, yeah. You've wanted that. You've just waiting <laughs> for a public forum to to deliver that news. Or she's been um, secretly listening to the podcast and she knew, and so she was ready. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Feline Findings Corner with all three. Such, yeah, actually, using the guest questions. That's how I had Dan's prepared. You had to scroll back. Oh, oh, god damn it. No. I know exactly where you found it. Son oh, yeah, of a bitch. I saw the words mundane superpower and I was like hmm summon cats yes if you think that superpower is mundane then Aquaman is feeling really fucking bad about himself right now <laughs> I mean it's Aquaman don't necessarily control the cats just just be like cats and then they're just there I want to pet and a cat their usual cat self yes I would like to pet a cat. Oh, look, there's a cat. Hello, cat. I have summoned you. I'm about to dox old kitty here, Selena Kyle. Yeah, how did you know? Uh, I like that. All right. Yeah, that's, yeah very concise. Very well answered. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we, uh, we have a tier on our Patreon where... Uh, Patrons at the $7 tier or higher get priority for guest questions. So uh, if you've looked at the guest questions, uh, I'm going to be asking you ones, but they're not going to be uh, like, I'm just, I'm just going to grab some of them. Um, See, I feel like I'm not done my homework. Old Kitty has read the questions. I and know. I have not. Uh, okay. So, coming in from Lava Monster 0331, what is your most chaotically fun character you've had in a D&D session? Oh, okay. So, this was my, when I DM'd my first ever campaign, it was a Dragon Age themed campaign um, with D&D 5e, um, and they were in this dungeon. And they could not break this door down. 
they never tested to see if it was locked. Um, it wasn't. They could have pushed the door open. Um, <laughs> but they kept trying to break it down. Um, and it was a wooden door as well, so it only had about five hit points, and they just couldn't. They just couldn't roll high enough strength. So then they, um, for context, there was a human bard, a changeling, um, and a vampire uh, mage, and a canary. They all picked up the canary and used him as a battering ram. <laughs> To open the door, and then this, <laughs> and then to make it better, this canary then decided, um, ah yes, I like this. I'm going to keep this and use it as a tower shield. Um, and he, the person who played the canary, just constantly did things like that. Um, like he he would uh he had like hair that he could just put things in. Like bags of coins, a small child, you know. Oh my god! And he used to walk walk around in. Um, I don't know if you guys know what a nug is, but it's like this gerbil rabbit creature in Dragon Age, and he was in a onesie for that creature the entire campaign, and it was it was wonderful. That's fantastic. <laughs> also, great answer as well. I uh. Yeah. The absolute favorite character I've ever played in D and D, a buddy of mine, uh, has he had been writing uh, this story, and depending on how the D and D campaigns went, was how he was going to shape what was eventually going to turn into a novel. Come to find out, and um, so. I was in both the evil campaign and the good campaign. And there was a point in time where they uh, merged together for a little bit just to fulfill part of the story plots. But my evil character, uh, she, uh, I always roll for uh, class and race, always. And I think she was, she ended up being like an elf barbarian or something like that. I always end up rolling barbarians, and I don't know how. But uh, <laughs> she would... I said, this is what I need for this plot point for the... Like, this is kind of what I'm imagining for this character. She's just smoking hot. And every... Like, the new people in the village are just like, yo, she's hot. And if she sees something that she wants of yours, she's going to sleep with you, kill you, and then take your stuff. And... So she had an unnaturally high charisma before I rolled. And so she would, that's literally what the first, like how they introduced the entire campaign was her in a tavern, uh, sleeping with and killing a dwarf. And the barkeep was just like, time to get more straw. She's at it again to cover up the blood. Like he was just like, whatever. <laughs> and Nobody would stop her. It's just Tuesday. Yeah. And then they go walking to the next village and she's just like, oh my God, my feet hurt. Oh my God, will someone carry me? And I was just like, no, you're the one who wore six inch heels. (laughs) Like that was this character and she was so much fun to play. And then the character in the good campaign, 
literally big, huge battle fight. And I have to do a skill check and I roll a one and he goes, your health was so low that she just died. And everybody was like, oh, no. So I have, I've only ever had one character die playing D&D and it was her. God damn it. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was one of those things where it like hit me. Like, just, oh, no, she can't die. And. And then I had to turn around the next day and play my slutty evil character. Like, I don't wanna. <laughs> oh. I don't wanna. <laughs> I fucking miss D&D. And Druid, you said you've played w- once? Uh, 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 very, can't really remember it, so all I've got to say to this one is you like D&D, Archie Hepburn, Fangoria, Harry Houdini, and Croquet. You can't swim, you can't dance, and you don't know karate. Face it, you're never going to make it. I don't want to make it. I just want to roll a 14. God damn it. So, next guest question would be the one from ADHD Toaster. Uh, if you had an additional mundane superpower, what would you have? You're not going to have control over this one. It's just going to occur occasionally. Ooh. Wow. Uh, oh. God. Hmm. My, okay, it would be to erase my initial mundane superpower. <laughs> forget, forget. But it's only selective when it works. Yeah, it's just now and again, like, ah, oh, damn. Like the bliss of forgetting what I said. Um, no, that's a bad answer. Uh, like some, so it just happens sometimes. Yeah. So like every now and then, when I'm crossing the street, the traffic lights just change in my favour. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so it's just like I don't have to wait. I just walk across, and then like you know, it's a bit of a gamble. So I just take the step. Knowing that sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, and it's just a gamble every time. It's like playing Frogger. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the lights change. Sometimes I've got like a quick time event to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to have like a like a, a game pad in my pocket, just ready to like, whoa, expert. <laughs> you know, like dodge the car. I'm driving here, buddy. I'm walking here. I got the superpower. And that's it. Yes, or uh, I don't know. It's hard, hard to keep t- thinking of superpowers. I think this is like the fourth time. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to cop out and leave it at the traffic lights. Okay. So just trying to figure out something that's mundane. Yeah. So I'd like all the empty cans and bottles that happen at the end of the podcast that just disappear and I don't have to take them downstairs in the morning. Ah. Because it, it looks it looks like a fucking animal house in here. <laughs> the ability to instantly wash a dish. Like I just pick it up and it's washed. Okay. Are you no, are you serious? <laughs> if, yeah. You've not listened to the podcast. No. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so crazy that we're family and you said that. 
<laughs> really? Because... <laughs> Can you believe she just said that? I'm fucking dying here. Can you believe she just said that? Oh shit, you've got to explain. Oh I'm my so god. This was not pre-arranged. This was this has just happened. We're from the same family. It's just confirmed it oh, because fuck. we answered this question on the first episode for the first time, and these have been the answers that stuck. And my mundane superpower was to be able to eat dirty plates and shit out the clean one. Okay. <laughs> it's so weirdly the same. That is fucking wild. Well, you've not listened to it, no? No. Honestly, I can't. Be- no. I cannot believe that. Listen, Ginger is fucking like losing a boyfriend over a laugh over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. Oh, I can't God. believe it. I can't believe it. How are we going to top oh, that? Shit. Eh? that well, to so be fair, bad. I don't think either of us likes washing dishes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's you know, you don't come for a meal at our houses, guys. <laughs> Anyone in the family tree, to be honest. Oh fuck! That's fucking wild. We must have like a, like an ancestor somewhere that was just like a filthy piece of shit. I'm not washing it. I'm not washing it. Oh fuck! I can't believe you just said that. Oh shit! At least you're not shitting out clean plates. Like no, no, I just hold them. Yeah, so I'm shitting it. I'm shitting it out like a Yoshi egg. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and it's just a clean plate. Man, no. Now mine's just gonna be real deflady. Fuck. Well, we didn't know that was gonna happen. Unscript. Oh. Unscripted. We're related, guys. It, you know, we would never have to take a DNA test now after this. No. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, I cannot believe you said that. Mine is just <laughs> the ability to look at my makeup and it like is sitting on my counter and it's just on and ready, but god damn. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool Fuck. as well. <laughs> just... God damn it. <laughs> that was so that was, good. That was so like <laughs> you couldn't have planned it, could you? Uh... You couldn't have planned it. Oh, That's fuck. wild. That's fucking wild. Oh. So, <laughs> fuck, goddamn. That was so good. That was uh, just insane. Okay, I'm, I'm good. Let's get out of the Twilight Zone for a second. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's grab one from... Delilah Rose, friend of the podcast. Uh, what's your favorite way to consume ice cream? Uh, cold. Is... <laughs> well, With my face. But <laughs> no, like, do you are you like a waffle cone? Do you like fudge? Are you a sprinkles person? Do you like do you put nuts on it? Like. Uh, um, no, I don't put my nuts in there. <laughs> Your nuts, Gen Generally, I buy a tub of Ben and Jerry's. Okay. Uh, and then I take it out of the freezer. I get a spoon. 
put sex and in the city on. <laughs> God, no. Oh, God. It's such a Samantha right now. I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a classic. Uh, that's yeah okay straight out the tub where no one can see you as well I should have really appreciate it um uh, very specifically my favourite ice creams all take place uh, well aside from eating gelato in Italy which by the way fucking rules agreed have one a day every time I'm there uh the best local ice creams occur at movie theatres love movie theatre ice cream Waffle cone, maybe two scoops. Mint chocolate chip is a feature. And maybe like that cookies and cream shit. Love that. Okay. And if I'm if I'm in the continent, I enjoy a pistachio. We don't get that here. I love pistachio ice cream so much. All right, all right. Fair bet. I, uh, I'm, I don't eat a lot of ice cream. I, I have a friend who owns a, an ice cream shop, so I will go check out some of his new flavors every once in a while, but it's just a scoop and a cup. I sometimes will, will fucks with a, a waffle cone and some sprinkles, but I'm just a pretty, pretty basic, uh, pretty basic ice cream eater. Uh, what's your mundane ice cream answer? I mean... No, 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 I'm not hating. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. Like, it's, well, the one, it's, the, it's the one sweet that I have a weakness for, for sure. It's... There's... I Ice cream just is not my favourite. Yeah, uh, that's fine. But my my buddy who owns this ice cream shop, shout out to Black Cat Ice Cream, they do specific like flavors so honey lavender is one of the flavors they've got right now they've got bulldog birthday cake brown butter cookie dough cream cheese lemon cake cherry apple sorbet vanilla malt with fudge swirl red velvet oreo banana foster mango and tehan and biscuits and jam those are the flavors this week and for all the black cats out there they've got salmon he there's a surprising number of cats that come and hang out at the shop and it's perfect it sounded like you were just talking in jazz speak uh, yeah. <laughs> all the cats are there man yeah man he made a really mean fireball ice cream that was really fucking delicious yeah okay that sounds right Go it, it. it's so good uh but yeah uh I'll go to his shop every once in a while and and get a scoop, but I don't I don't eat a lot of sweets, and it's not my. Not yeah, my I get that. I'm the same. Well, it's well, the one I... sweet, it's one sweet I always go to. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. Nobody cares about me saying that twice. So. <laughs> Lila, <laughs> we love you, and I'm sure you. I know Lila eats her ice cream with like a bunch of like gummy bears and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I would almost bet money yeah. on it. Let's <laughs> keep keep the Ritalin on hand, Lola. Uh huh. Um, let's grab one from Andy, and then we will. Uh, and then we'll probably wrap it up with one more. Um, this is a typical Aunt Real Andy to seal question. You have a time machine. 
What time do you go back to and why? What do you do while you're there? Um, yeah. Wow. Such a big question. Uh-huh. Uh, honestly, I go back to about six months ago and I start working out for my vacation. <laughs> 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 Uh, or, you know, I'm guessing he wants a historical answer. I go back and warn Napoleon that Ginger's coming. <laughs> Listen, you know, he, never mind. I'm not going to make the joke. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It's fine. <laughs> um, or, I go back to see what killed the dinosaurs. So I can finally uh, see if the quote's true, if, in fact, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age is correct. God damn it. <laughs> you just made both Andy and Toast very happy. <laughs> wow, come on. Get in the guest questions section. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Kitty, you got your answer yet? You could go one of two ways with this. Okay. You could either be like, oh yeah, something silly, or baby Hitler. Mm. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> or you could go silly with baby Hitler and just dress him in, like, a tutu. Yeah, maybe then he won't be so angry. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you just be who he wanted to be from the beginning. Uh, I guess my, my, my silly answer would... Uh, Probably be. Oh shit, that was so loud. <laughs> Go back to like. I don't know if it's a silly answer. Go back in time and see Queen live. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. And, and forget Baby Hitler, I'm taking out Baby Shark. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck Baby Shark, man. So tired of that shit. See Queen again, that's a good one. Yeah. With Freddie Mercury, because Mrs. Knowledge is seeing Queen uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, with Adam Lambert. I've heard that's but really good, though, still. It's not as good, but it's still good. It was our first date. Aww. Aww. Our favourite band in the world. I managed to get a scalper's tickets the day before. The rest is history. Aww. Yeah, I... Where are you going, Ginger? Like, part of me wants to go back into the height of the, like, grunge punk, you know, yeah. days. Because, I like, that for me is such a an era that, that speaks to me. Um, yeah, I would say like that. You know, to be, to be a young adult when we were kids. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I'm a... You know, I'm definitely, like, I feel like I embody a lot of that still. And, like, because I'm, I very much say fuck your rules, but I also would. Oh, uh, Daria. I mean, I would more of a Jane, I would like to say, but it's fine. Um, uh, funny enough, me, Tarzan. <laughs> God damn it. No, 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 not really. Um, That's not human, right? <laughs> but I would like to go back in, and I know this sounds super fucking weird, but 
is it for some people? I want to go back to um, the 60s in New York City and participate in the fighting for gay rights in the United States. That's a really good answer. Like, to be at Stonewall and, like, be part of those fights in the first Pride and stuff, like... That would just be so fucking cool to experience because now, like, I mean, I enjoy the freedoms of being a, a bisexual woman now, and it's like not a big deal, even though it still is, but it's not as big of a deal back then. That was like, yeah, yeah, of course, you'd you're, have been shunned publicly. Yeah. So, like, I would love to go and just be involved with that, but uh, and I think. It makes sense with uh, the. <laughs> um... She will fight with knives for the cause. <laughs> Man, mm-hmm. there's a there's a song called "Fight with Tools," and that's a. Uh... Yeah, I fucking love that song. Fucking, what fucking tool? I absolutely fucking love that song, and it's very much about fighting. <laughs> so, yeah, um, no. Nah. Fighting with with tools. Not those kinds of tools. Yeah, thanks to Tim Allen for that one. God damn it, Tim. <laughs> uh, <man. laughs> Why did you do it, Tim? Yeah, I'm, my answers feel so vapid and shallow now that I just want us to move on. Nah, you good. Uh, so we'll do one more and then we'll wrap it up. Cool. Uh, and we will do one more from Lava because I feel like this would be... I, I feel like Druid is either going to love or hate this. Um hey. And it's, say we found a magic stargate that went to dimensions of, I think he meant to say fandoms, uh, and you were given a golden ticket to go and live in one fandom, which fandom would it be? (sighs) Brownies. Oh. No, not really. Oh, um, getting a little My Little Pony <laughs> nonsense yeah, going on. Yeah, I'm Rainbow. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> Twin Peaks. I, but I'm already in that fandom, I guess. I was going to say, I, I figured Twin Peaks might be what for you. It? Yeah, it's, my, it's like my favorite show of all time. Uh, it's not a very, it's not the most interesting answer, I'm sorry. Oh, what are you thinking of, Kitty? I I have so many like <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a difficult question. <laughs> I would probably say um, TV series Teen Wolf, not um the original Teen Wolf. Okay, 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 okay. Um, absolute traitor. I can. Because Teen Wolf two with Jason Bateman, though that's movie. <laughs> yeah, but does it have Dylan O'Brien? Uh, Dylan O'Brien is pretty fucking great. I God, I haven't thought about Teen Wolf in a long time. Uh, you need who's, to correct yourself. Who's Dylan O'Brien? He played the the lead in Maze Runner, and he was also in no. Teen Wolf. No, not on my radar, Ameri- my friend. Oh my god, American Assassin. No, yeah. don't know. Looking at his uh, his alma mater, I've never seen anything with this guy. In. Oh my god. This isn't my realm, I'm afraid, guys. Um, you know, what do I like? I like The Sopranos. <laughs> I like The Wire. Uh, I like 
Yeah, Twin Peaks, obviously. I like... Um, uh, that's about it. <laughs> no, no, no. I like loads of things, obviously. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know that kind of thing. This is a tough one. Well, but See, I thought you were going to go Supernatural straight away. I mean, yeah, but Supernatural is not far off from living here now. Yeah, but well, that's what I thought about the Twin Peaks one. So what am I going to say, like, uh, philosophies on Greek tragedy? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's replacing, you know, some of the current monsters of the world with monster monsters. So, I mean, it's not, uh, like, I, eh, it's whatever. It, w- it would be interesting, because uh, I would definitely be a hunter. I know this, but... Uh... I honestly think The Walking Dead. Okay. Uh, is very kind of... For some reason, that like survivalist feeling of The Walking Dead and killing zombies just sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> you can't fuck with that, can you? No. I don't because I don't want... Sherlock, I don't want like I'm I'm thinking back to the fandoms that I used to be really hot and heavy in. And it was the Teen Wolves, The Walking Dead, Supernatural, Sherlock, Doctor Who, and it's like I know Andy would probably say Doctor Who, but uh, Yeah, I like Star Trek. I I would have loved to have been involved in the maybe the nineties when the Star Trek conventions were like a serious thing. That'd be interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Make it so. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, Alt Kitty and I might have a lot more in common than was originally alluded to. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're all learning now. <laughs> oh, well, we 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 could do a real throwback and 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 see if you if you know if you know the answer to this question. Um, <clears throat> I like your shoelaces. Oh god! Oh god! Oh! Oh! <laughs> fuck! 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 Oh uh, shit! Uh, yes, yeah, no, because see, it, thank you. I stole them from the president. Oh my god! Oh, what, 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 my what doing here at this point? God. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh. Absolutely. So that's so do you want to explain it to him? Uh basically the, you know what Tumblr was, Michael. Sorry. Druid. We will wait for it to happen. Uh, <laughs> I've been up for nearly twenty four hours, please excuse oh, me. Oh, hell, Sarah Sarah, I will tell you. Oh, um, Oh. Yeah, have you noticed it's never me that drops drops the pretense that we It's never me. It's always me that gets the name dropped out. They know it's okay. <laughs> let me let me rephrase. So you know what Tumblr was, Druid. Um Yes, I was on Tumblr. Yes. <laughs> so there was this thing that went around um where it was like, Oh my god, how sh- how can we tell if um 
if each other are Tumblr users in public. And um, someone said about saying, saying to someone, if you think they use Tumblr, I like your shoelaces. And if they reply with, thanks, I stole them from the president, it means they also use Tumblr. Well, My... now, I feel, now I feel very excluded and hurt. My Tumblr still gets <laughs> notifications. My Tumblr is still oh. active. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think we, I think we should uh, drop the uh, our, all our Tumblr links into the Patreon. Incorrect, so sir. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you can have mine. Uh, obviously, yeah. I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the club. Uh, my shoelaces, I got them. With the shoes. <laughs> it's, it's just such a random thing to say. Yeah. And I don't know oh, if anyone shit. actually used it in public. So. No. It is peak Tumblr. Well, they had the Tumblr meetup, so I bet they were having a field there with that one. I have uh, technically six Tumblr blogs all attached to one email. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all still technically active, but they've been dead for years. <laughs> <laughs> but I do and... still pull reaction gifts from them, so... <laughs> you know, if you are out there still using Tumblr, God bless you. <sighs> who even owns Tumblr anymore? I know Yahoo I bought know them. Uh, who owns... Well, judging by their new policies, the Catholic Church. <laughs> Automatic. Automatic is marriage. Most notable for WordPress. Uh, so they're, they're trying to monopolize the fucking blockers. <laughs> yeah. The most random like words and tags are banned on Tumblr now, though. So, like, Alec Lightwood, who is a character in the Mortal Instruments series, is a banned tag. <laughs> Oh, they yeah. must have really, they must have really been investing in that show down at the WordPress office. Dude, so it's it's still technically owned by Yahoo is still underneath that umbrella. But yeah, dude, they so when Yahoo bought Tumblr, they removed every mention of adult content. Like, yeah, it was gone, and I knew people that used Tumblr specifically for porn. And now they're all using Reddit, and I'm like, this is fucking weird. Ugh. Like, can just go, go, go out to the woods and just find a dirty <laughs> magazine. <laughs> they don't know what magazines are anymore, Druid. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, let me just fucking get my my blindness medicine, and I'll see what what who I was at. <laughs> it just like a fucking. The the Tumblr days, and I have, I just opened my Tumblr for the first time in a long time, and we're just not gonna, nope, fucking, I only met people that used Tumblr when I was in college, and I used it for, I was using Tumblr when I moved to Iowa, the reason, the people I moved in with when I moved to Iowa I met on Tumblr. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's serious. Became really good friends, and then uh, none of them live here anymore. 
Fickle base. Right? Fickle, uh, fickle base. Well, now that I've just had a, a mildly traumatizing moment, uh... <laughs> All good things start with that sentence. Uh, I think we're, uh... We're gonna wrap this up. Uh, Alt Kitty, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, Thank you for having me. Really, really appreciate it. And we'll, we'll let you go here in a minute so you could hopefully sleep. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Druid, as always, man, it's been great to talk to you. Oh, Kitty, uh, anything you'd like to promote? Uh, socials, uh, Twitch, any of that? Have at you. Um, you can find me most Tuesday evenings over on my Twitch, altkitty underscore. Uh, you can also find me pretty much on every other social media platform except for Tumblr. On so, on, uh, 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 altkitty underscore. I also have an Etsy shop called Creative Clark, so uh, where I make cosplay and uh, Pokemon plushes. So, fuck yeah. Did not, know that. Did not know that about you, so brother. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Hell yeah. Uh... Well, thank you so much, Druid. Thank you. Thank you. And listeners, thank you so much. Thank you to our wonderful patrons, uh, Scott Shass, uh, Lava Monster, Red the Abnormal, and ADHD Toaster. We appreciate you guys.